Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I am the LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and with me, as always, is Taylor Salem. Hey, yo. How's it going, everybody? Hey, and Lawrence Burling. Hi, friends. Uh, man. Yeah, okay, before we get into Star Wars, I just... <laughs> what? No, then I was just, like, ready to get into Star Wars already, but we got... Should we, we just do Star no, Wars? No, no, no. We've got other shit to talk about. <laughs> we but Taylor, do, before we, we talk about that shit, give me those sweet smooth jams. Wooka wooka. You sounded so distraught there. I know. You were like torn, dude. Torn hardcore. Well, I just know the conversation that's to come, and I'm not looking forward to it. Oh, it's going to be fine. You know nothing. Jon Snow? Yeah. Whatever. What's the first news piece? Wait, no. What have we been watching? We're going to do a little bit of what we've been watching. I'm just going to run through some stuff I've seen real quick for, you know, over the last couple weeks. Uh, First thing is uh, I had a chance to see The Irishman when it came out Mm -hmm. on... Fuck, has it been that long since we podcasted? Thanksgiving, I think. It came out. Wow. Um, and it is a three and a half hour Martin Scorsese movie. <laughs> um, it's very good. Uh, you know, the people who uh, who are online trashing the movie just because it's Scorsese doing another gangster movie. Um, but that's what know, Scorsese I mean, does. He's, best. A mas- yeah. he's a master, you know, and it's uh, it's definitely one that's that's different from what he's done, what he's done before. It's obviously more reflective and it's sort of someone looking back on their life mm-hmm. and career in, in you know in the case of Scorsese um and really reflecting on that and it's 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 a good movie i would say the biggest problem with it is that there's a um there's a female character his daughter in the movie and she's played by Anna Paquin mm-hmm. and so really? there was this there was this whole controversy because her. she gets no absolutely no lines in the movie oh. and and it's it's I don't think it's as, as big of an issue as some people have made it to be, but I think in terms of the story, like Robert De Niro's character, the crux of, of, of his arc in the movie is based on his relationship with his daughter and the fact that they don't even speak to her once, speak to each other once in the movie. Um, I don't know. It just kind of, uh, that arc sort of starts to lose its value a little bit for me. Yeah. Um, but with that said, I still think it's a masterclass. The digital effects that everybody made a big deal about were pretty good um obviously there's some you know it's like 70 year old de niro is trying to play a 30 year old virile man and like yeah. you can just tell by the physical body mannerisms like it's like not that person right but for the most part it's effective uh joe pesci is actually the secret weapon of this movie he is heard. amazing in the film and such a such a different kind of performance uh, than he's given before, especially in you know like Raging Bull and and of course Goodfellas, yeah, um, and even Casino for, for you know uh, for that matter, and uh, yeah, it's just something. It's it's uh, it's very again like the movie itself very reflective, um, and I would not be surprised if he got uh, nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. So that's the Irishman. Take of it what you will. Some people had the problem with it being three and a half hours. Yeah. They're like, oh, this movie's too long. And then those same people are binging 10 season (laughs) shows in one day, you know? And it's like. I have heard that if you want to break it up into multiple viewings, there are pretty good stopping points there. There are, but it's, but it's, 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 it's more effective if you watch it all in one sitting, in my opinion. Well, yeah, obviously. In terms of like the way that, um, the narrative threads at the beginning pay off at the end. So, 
I mean, that's storytelling. So uh, beyond <laughs> that, I also had a chance to check out Marriage Story, which is Netflix's, uh, I guess it's the second of their th- three big uh, Oscar movies. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good. I mean, it's Noah Baumbach, like, doing his thing very ex- i was know? not i was not excited for the film until i realized who was directing it and i was like oh yeah. fuck all right i'll watch it yeah and Just i mean like the plot did, i was like oh great adam driver and scarlett johansson are gonna be mad at each other pretty much and then i was like <laughs> oh it's mad at each other noah bombach style okay, yeah i'm in I'm yeah in. and 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 you know it is a lot of that but there's a lot more nuance to it and and i think the movie is really powerful um it's a really it's a really really well-told story um, in the way that everything unfolds and not necessarily like the way that you would want it to. Yeah. Um, or that you think that you would think it would, um, even though the result is pretty much the same. Um, yeah. Powerful performances from, from Scarlett and Adam driver. They're probably both going to get nominated for Oscars. In oh, my he's, opinion. uh, he's, he's in the star Wars movie. Yeah. He's in the star Wars. Yeah. 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 Uh, which obviously we'll talk about him a little bit more later, but uh, yeah, I would recommend Marriage Story. It's it's definitely a devastating movie in a lot of ways. Like this is this is gonna, I think, hit a home for a lot of people just because the way Bombach writes, like the disintegration of the relationship. Oh, he writes he is, writes tumultuous relationships like no one else. Exactly, and the way that it, the way that like I said, it disintegrates throughout the movie is is um is fascinating, and 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 there's a bit of truth to it because it was based on his uh, divorce. Like oh wow! From, uh, I didn't know that. Whoever he was married to before Greta. What um, was his Gerwig. last movie? It was the Meyerowitz story. It's also a Netflix movie. Yeah, with oh. Adam Sandler, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I like that one. Yeah, I need to revisit that. Not my favorite I, of his movies, but no. I but I liked it. I liked yeah. it more than I thought it would. And again, I think maybe I liked it more because it was Noah Baumbach. Like I didn't. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't have an interest in this movie until I realized who it was. Yeah. And I think maybe it was the same with the Meyerowitz stories. Like mm-hmm. I don't think it would have been as good if it wasn't him. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I mean, totally. And uh, and yeah, so this this movie definitely lives up to the hype. Like some people have been giving it shit for for like um have, have been giving the movie a lot of shit actually for one scene in particular where Adam Driver punches a wall. And the acting in that in that scene is absolutely brilliant, in my opinion, and super, super. Um, he just opens himself up, you know what I mean, to yeah. the performance, and it's it's a really, really well acted moment. And there's people online that are like, "That's so fake, like this, that," and I'm like, "You guys have no idea like what truth is, you know yeah. what I mean? Like they yeah. expect some manufactured, hmm. um, like fight or you know argument, like you'd see in a, any other normal movie." So yeah, I just I don't find that um, that uh, argument valid at all in my opinion. I would recommend Marriage Story. I'd probably give it like a four out of five. I'd say. Wow. Um, oh no, I'm sorry, four and a half out of five. I've I've liked it a lot. Um, nice. Also, Laura Dern, excellent in the movie, and oh, Real, cool. Ray Liotta makes a cameo. Does she as do well. Does she do the holdo maneuver in this movie? <laughs> No, no, she okay. she she's a she's like a an aggressive ass lawyer, divorce lawyer Ooh, in this oh, movie, wow. cool. and so it's hers is the most flashy performance by far. Nice. Um, so I also had a chance to check out Jumanji: The Next Level. Nice. Did the sequel. Guys, did you guys enjoy the first Jumanji? I laughed. The, yeah. The first rock Jumanji. Yeah. Yes, the, the, yes, the, yes. The, I've that, been getting shit all week. I know about it for saying, oh, the first one, the first one. I know, and I obviously I know it's not the first the one. First but it's of the, the new one, the yeah. most recent one. Yes, if you I will. I really enjoyed it actually a lot more than I expected to. Yeah, yeah, same here. And so going into this movie, I was kind of like, all right, like, can they keep that momentum and that sort of charm that that first movie had going? And for the most part, it's pretty successful. Um, 
there's i mean uh, sarah my wife and i we, we laughed a, a, a shit ton during this movie but nice. it's one of those ones that it's like you get done with it and you're sort of like okay that was good but i don't think it quite reaches the same level as as the first one just because the right. premise of jumanji welcome to the jungle jungle is just so interesting in the directions they take it yeah and you know what they do with the characters and uh, just all that stuff it works so well in that movie and and in this one a little bit of that has has um, sort of worn off i guess if you will uh aquafina's great in it though that's good uh, yeah. as well as you know the core um quadrette if you will and they're all playing separate people this yes. time right yeah. so like they're the, playing different and that's part of it it's like okay so like the rock is playing danny devito, danny DeVito yeah. and it's like okay you're doing a brooklyn accent like it's it it works for like the first couple minutes and then you're sort of like Okay, this is the type of movie that like tests the Rock's range, and it like it's not a successful <laughs> test in my opinion. Oh, no. Like the Rock is good at doing certain things, and and that was kind of a little bit wishy washy for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, not to say like I, he was still funny in it, but it's just a little bit repetitive. So uh, I think I gave Jumanji a three out of five. Like I enjoyed it, but it, it just didn't quite. No, no, it's it's again. It's I, I would recommend it on a pure entertainment value. You'll probably go in and really enjoy the movie. Anybody who's listening, yeah. but uh, but it's not one that's gonna you're gonna probably want to revisit. Um, like for me, Welcome to the Jungle. I've watched that movie about five or six times since oh, it nice. came out in theater. So ah. I really love it. It's it's a fun one. Um, so yeah, and then finally, last but not least. I had a chance to you watch. Gotta stop watching so much shit, dude. I, it's work, dude. It's work. Six Underground, baby. Oh the new Michael God. Bay joint. Another <laughs> Netflix movie, actually. Just tell me if it's good or bad. It is typical Michael Bay. That didn't answer the question. It's typical Michael Bay. But I mean, nothing. You did, we nothing. Got, well, how, nothing ooh, we got Bad Boys, and we got like Transformers Three. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it's 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 on the lower end of the spectrum. Yeah, okay. um, but but I will say that. This is the first movie in probably at least a decade that Michael Bay has made something under two hours. So I think that works to the oh. movie's advantage. Like it's he like, knows how to do that. Literally, Michael Bay enters his final form five minutes into the to the to this movie. You know what I mean? Like it's full it, Bayham, quick cuts, Bayham. car chase. Bayham. That's what he calls it. He calls his oh, his action all that he, shit. Bayham. Oh of course he does. It is, Why wouldn't he? I know, right? It is full on Bayham from like the first sequence and it just does not stop for two hours i mean it's fun it's it's fun um it's not necessarily enjoyable and i will say that like the way michael bay edits his movies um can be a little uh uh, bad uh, seizure inducing if you will um (laughs) or like uh aneurysm inducing maybe is a better approximation but um but if you can get over that i think let's put it this way if you're not a fan of Michael Bay, this is not going to change your mind on him. But if you like Michael Bay's movies, you're probably going to end up enjoying it. What so. if I'm What if I'm a Ryan Reynolds? Fan You'll enjoy it. Ryan Reynolds is is probably the best part about the movie. Yeah, like if Ryan Reynolds wasn't in, like he knows exactly what he's the type of movie he's yeah. in. Oh yeah, and he totally plays into that. And like there's some really some really fun moments. Um, and also Melanie Melanie Laurent is in the movie who was in Inglorious Bastards. She's oh, yeah. the theater owner in Inglorious uh, Bastards. So it's cool to see her do an action role, but yeah, for me, kind of, kind of, uh, um, I like Michael Bay's work, but even for me, this was a little bit of a letdown from him. So yeah, there's Michael some cool, Bay. there's some cool stuff though. There are some cool action, uh, like set pieces. Um, two out of five. <laughs> yeah. I just love eh, two out of five. Yeah. Maybe uh, two and a half if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling uh, risky. Yeah, Whoa. I'm feeling grateful. Feeling risky towards Ryan Reynolds. Day. That's it. That's that's all I've I mean I've been watching more but that's the that's major it. stuff I've been watching. 
that's oh, no, all, I could that's literally, all you watch. I can literally keep going. I've got about ten other movies. I, I had Christ. to watch a bunch oh of gosh. indie movies. So, oh, all let right. me just throw this out real quick. Fighting with my family. I know I texted you guys about this. One of the yeah. best freaking movies I've seen all this year, uh, and it totally transcends the world of wrestling to be a legitimately great family drama. Mm, so mm-hmm. anyone who's listening to this, definitely give it a shot. Florence Pugh, yeah. performer if of the year, anything, in my opinion. If for anything, I, it's got her in it. Yeah, so. and I haven't seen uh, Little Women, but I need to see that because she's uh, apparently amazing in it. Ah. Well, what is this, like the 20th Little Women or yeah. something? Uh, it's like the ninth, I think. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. What have you been watching? Um, For me, mostly TV because I haven't had time to like mm-hmm. see movies. Um. TV's easier. You know that time you're yeah. spending watching TV, you could leave your house and no, see a movie. No, but here's the deal. I only have like <laughs> an hour at a time uh, yeah. Yeah. to squeeze something in. That's fair. Um, so I caught up with Mando finally. Yes. Um, great. Loving it. Don't have to say any more. Um, I mean, I could, but... Uh, oh, Imagineering Story. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I have one left of that, but I'm really liking that yep. so far also. Absolutely. Um, and actually, like, we talked about this before when you recommended it, Taylor, that, like, you didn't think there would be much for me to learn from it. And mm-hmm. actually, there's been some stuff on it that really? I didn't know Oh, about. that's good. Um, especially with some of the newer parks, too, because I haven't stayed as up to date. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, like the so Disneyland Paris and, like, all the international well, parks Paris, you're talking about. But, like... Um, like Tokyo and yeah. Shanghai and stuff. Um, and then Mrs. Maisel. I watched all of the mm. new season of Mrs. Maisel and I I enjoyed it for the most part. There were a couple points in it that got a little weird or kind of chaotic in a sense. Mm-hmm. Is this season four? Season three. Season three. John Krasinski was in number two, right? John Wasn't Kras- he? No. Uh, no Zach, Zach Levi yeah. was in yeah. number two. Is he yeah. still in it? Uh, I guess that's a spoiler. It's a spoiler, it? yeah. Never mind. <laughs> um <laughs> never mind <laughs> so, yeah um but i really enjoyed it um as far as like the characters go the whole cast is phenomenal yeah and um i don't know why her mom i can't remember the actress's name but i don't know why she hasn't been nominated yet for it because she just keeps knocking it out of the park um but i'm sure I'm sure everyone else will get nominated again. I'm sure Tony will get nominated again. I'm sure. I hope Shaloub. Alex Bornstein gets nominated because mm. um, she actually had some really great moments. Is that Alex two. Bornstein of Family Guy? Thing? It is. Yeah. Nice. I didn't realize she was in that. <laughs> yeah, she plays uh, the manager oh, on the show. Oh, that's awesome! It's she always good to Susie. see her in live action roles. Yeah, and yeah. her voice is so like particular. Yeah. Oh, very much so. It's they. They really. I feel like gave her a lot this season to work with because she's not just the comedic element yeah. anymore yeah. like she has a really nice arc um and carrie elwes is in the season mm. against jane lynch oh he's from saw like, yeah. yeah the guy from saw just, princess right. yeah i i got that <laughs> I, obviously yeah um All and black being. christmas actually oh jesus really? apparently yeah oh uh, the remake of black christmas uh, that's funny uh, yeah. the one that just came uh, out yeah, yeah. yeah the second remake of black christmas yeah right exactly <laughs> Uh, but yeah, awesome. so that's mostly what I've been watching. I, if you're a Maisel fan, uh, definitely watch the season. If you're not a Maisel fan, watch Mrs. Maisel <laughs> because it's great. Yeah, I've and heard you will not regret it. Season one was things. pretty good. Yeah, I still haven't, I haven't seen watched any more episode. of it. Yeah, you don't watch it with Zach. You, I, dude, I have so much shit to watch. Like I'm not like Taylor. I, you know, I like I he. 
he watches what he has to watch. I have things I have to watch, and I'm like, they're on the backlog. Like, exactly. I'm so fucked. I started watching. the. I went back and watched season one of Mrs. Maisel when I found out that Zach got cast in season two. He's lucky. Look, you're he's, like, oh, he's lucky I saw Shazam, okay? He's lucky yeah. I paid money to see Shazam, okay? Your, so your boy, your I did my good Zach week. Levi? Yeah, I, yeah, but you'll enjoy I did this. my good deed to Zach for <laughs> the year. That's funny. I'll get to it at some point. Um, I saw Queen and Slim. Ooh, how was it? I've heard good things. I really, really liked it. Nice. Um, very poignant. Uh, I, I, you know, it's uh, pretty t- topical for the times. Absolutely. Um, the acting is just fucking, fucking phenomenal. Like every everybody in it. It's Our just boy great. Daniel Kaluuya. Oh yeah, a- every Kaluuya. like. There's not <laughs> one person in this movie that doesn't just fucking kill it. Mm. Um, it's like yeah, it's uh, it's kind of there's nothing really. To say about it, it's not a spoiler because, like, if you know the premise of the movie, he kills a cop in self-defense and then they go on the run. Mm-hmm. And to really say what else happens in that time would be a spoiler. Yeah. But uh, yeah. the acting's great. It's like they lots of travel. They meet a lot of people. It's like really a good character piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and just I can't remember the actress's name, but I think this is her first role. And yes. holy shit, she's go- she is going to continue to be in things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She stood toe to toe with Mister Daniel, and it's just like, who, who are yeah. you? Let's just get more of her. Yeah, we get it. You've been in a lot of things this year. <laughs> Move over. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I I loved it. Um, I think I was the only white dude in, in the theater when I saw it. Really? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> That's surprising. Um, you know what's like I, it's probably not racist, but like when I went and saw the movie, they only played trailers for like black films. And I'm like, is that is that racist? I mean, no, that's just, no, that's just, it's just the, what they think that audience will want to see. Yeah. That's all. I mean, it's yeah, like, but that's saying that they don't want to see other so you films. Can, so you consider Isn't that racist? You can, I mean, that's kind of like saying like, why do they show kids trailers for kids movies? Like, yeah, but like, being a child's not a race. <laughs> I know, but it's like it's just no, a demographic. It's, yeah, like, it's it's become a genre. So I think it's just mm-hmm. kind of sticking within the genre. Like That's you fair. said, like with kids or action movies, it's all primarily action trailers and like do you think they gay like stand up in the booth and they're like, All right, there's like one white dude in here. Okay, we like we don't need to play any white people <laughs> trailers. We just play all the black people trailers. No, I know they probably connected all these trailers to the film before they showed it to people, yeah, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like I'm yeah. sure there are People seeing this movie that want you know that like other films would appeal to them, but instead they're just showing. Them I like think. It, I think if anything, Tyler it, Perry movie trailers. I, yeah, that's true. I think if anything, it damns. It's damning for 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 the fact that they're basically banking on that no white people are going to come see this. Not even just white people. That that the or people anyone in the else. audience. Uh, these are the only kinds of movies that they want to see. And yeah. like, I I don't yeah. think that's a fair no, assumption. Absolutely not. Anyway, the movie was fucking awesome. Yeah. So they knocked it out of the park. Um, you at the end of every movie, I get I, the, the like. I guess the question is always like, ah, sequels. There's not going to be a sequel to this movie, but right. but it was great, and there doesn't need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, go and see it. I give it a five out of five. Nice. Really? Wow. Oh, okay. No, yeah, it was amazing. Awesome for well, the for the uh, performances alone. Like mm-hmm. um, once it starts getting towards the third act, I think things are a little predictable, but. The acting, uh, yeah. it, like the acting, strings you along long enough until at the end you're like, oh wow, I saw that coming, but I was so entranced that I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I've been seeing mm, the Expanse. I've been watching the Expanse. Uh, huge fan of the Expanse, uh, a sci-fi show that got canceled. 
Mm-hmm. And by mm-hmm. a sci-fi show, I mean it was on sci-fi. It mm-hmm. is also a science fiction show. It's the uh, only thing you're ever uh, thankful to Jeff Bezos for is saving the expanse. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Bezos of Amazon uh, was like, this show's dope. Um, we're going to buy it because I don't know why sci-fi canceled it. It's like yeah. they looked at their plethora of shitty movies and they're like, you know what? Instead of season four of The Expanse, let's do another Sharknado movie. Yeah. And it's like, you guys are dumb. <laughs> Make three-headed shark attack yeah, part so two. Yeah, so fucking stupid. Anyway, the show got saved and I'm only two episodes in. I haven't had a lot of time to watch it. Um, but it's just as good as season three and two and one. It hasn't really sl- I haven't seen an episode that I'm like, this is bad. Yeah. So they're are, keeping the train rolling and it's, are all, and it's working. Are um, all four seasons on Amazon? They are really? all on Amazon, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. I still need to catch up on that. I've heard great things about mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that they they bought the rights to stream the show on Amazon before they bought the show to make it. Yeah. So it's like they were already streaming the show, and then yeah. they were like, man, fuck, we, now, now, now we're going to make the show. They'd probably realize, seeing all the viewership numbers of people that were probably watching it. You yeah. Know, well, like, yeah. and it really works for them because... Um, the like the graphics are kind of like firefly esque, right? Yeah. So like not not amazing mm-hmm. because it's like it was a sci fi show, so it was cheap to make. Yeah. Right. So like some of the graphics are cheap. And if you just updated that, I think it would be super jarring. So there's no reason for Amazon not to have bought it because it's super cheap for them to make it. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. with the amount of money that Amazon has. They didn't have to update the graphics, really. They, Do you know they, if they just the same. kept like the same team? I have rehired everyone? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But it it sure looks like it. Because like some of the effects are still like, oh, that was cheesy. But yeah. it, but it plays it into, works for the show. It plays into the yeah. show. Yeah. So I'm sure they saved a shit ton of money and they're just gonna make more because people are clamoring for the show. Yeah. Um and it's a long fucking book series, so they could foreseeably go for quite a while. Hey, you know what this means? What? You might get an expanse activation at Comic Con this year. Mm-hmm. We had one this year, and we just didn't get to see it. But, like, for Amazon. Yeah, it no, was they, there. They, they, it was? they put one on last year, yeah. Yeah, but when, oh. we were, but when we got in, the line was, like... They had they were closed for some reason. Like, they weren't letting people into the freaking thing. I don't know yeah, what it was. apparently, like the, act, like, the activation inside. So, it was, like, the ship. And apparently, inside, things weren't working, so they had, like, stopped the line. That They weren't, like, mm. letting more people line up. Because they already had people in line mm-hmm. and it wasn't working. So they were like, well, we're not going like, to keep letting people in line. Yeah. And then that was the only day I went to the activation. I could have gone back because I had the coins and shit. Yeah. Um, but I had, you know, I had, I had other shit to do. Yeah. yeah. I almost died. You know, so I was like, um, it wasn't on my top priority. You had like, other shit to do, like live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't really on my top priority to go back to the fucking Amazon activation. So. True, true. Um, I guess that one didn't stick in my brain as being part of that. Right. Well, and I really wanted the tumbler that they were giving out at mm. the fucking Expanse one, but I didn't get it. That's sad. Mm. Um, anyway, let's move on because we have a lot to talk about. Yep. But yes, uh, the Expanse, uh, 1,000 out of 10. We'll watch, we'll watch the show. It's amazing. <laughs> if you like sci-fi, if you like Firefly, if you like uh, spaceships that go pew, 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 uh, you're really going to like the show. So it's 10 out of 10 to the 100th power. Yes, exactly. Well, 10 to the 100th power out of 10 yeah. exactly yeah, there because then there that would go. be 1,000 yeah, 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 yeah. out of 1,000 yeah exactly yeah yeah uh, what's next Taylor we got some trailers right uh, well we well, actually we, got one we, we have multiple trailers that have dropped since we've last casted obviously but the most important one is the Tenant trailer the new Christopher Nolan joint mm-hmm. that is gonna blow people's minds like that beer did hey 
For some reason, I knew that's where you're going with that. I timed that perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like we have a psychic connection or something, mm. Joel. We're on the beam. <laughs> uh, okay, so. look. I had This trailer had come out before I went and saw Rise of Skywalker. Forgot mm. to watch it because I'm terrible at my job. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I was in the theater, I was like, man, I'm really glad this is the first time I'm seeing this on a giant screen mm-hmm. as opposed to on my TV. Dude. It was badass. Yeah. Have you seen it? Uh, not on a giant screen, but yes. Okay, good. I did. As long as you've seen it. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is happening? What do you mean? In the trailer. In the movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a... That's, I think that's the biggest appeal for me, right? Yeah. Is that, like, we got this huge trailer for this movie from Christopher Nolan that we know absolutely nothing about. And other than... People are guess like... We're at first we're speculating like oh this could be like a spiritual sequel to Inception, mm. and then, I did get I did get Inception vibes yeah. absolutely and and then mm. when it was shooting it was described as like sort of a, a spy thriller like an international spy thriller and it's like okay that kind of matches like that's kind of yeah. sort of elements of Inception you know um, and people were thinking it was sort of gonna be his like take on James Bond essentially you know what I mean like that yeah. sort of spy thriller. And then the trailer comes out, and it's none of that. It's none of that. It's, it's still. Uh, it's, I mean, spy, I think it's spy elements thriller of, I mean, of yes. both of those, honestly, though. Uh, yes, but but like, also completely different. Exactly. <laughs> it's 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 far uh, far crazier than I think most yeah, people probably yeah, yeah. anticipated in terms of what he's showing us in this trailer and like yeah. sort of the mystery he builds and uh, just everything that's going on. I mean, I th- apparently they're playing the. Um, prologue for the whole movie like nolan does in select imax screening so i'm gonna try to go catch oh. that yeah. this week it's a six minute prologue oh, same, this week uh i i mean i'm gonna try to see it this week but i don't know how long it's playing for probably how much are tickets to a six minute prologue uh as much as a movie ticket is for, that's fucking stupid well i'll just go see it oh in, it's not before another movie no yeah it, you, it's before the rise of skywalker oh so you, they oh. show oh. it yeah you get skywalker with it yeah no, but i saw fine. rise of skywalker and they didn't do that was it it's an IMAX? No. That's yeah, why. It's because that it's an sense. IMAX. It, because they shot the whole film in IMAX. Right. Do you think that it'll be at the City Walk Theater? It, definitely, because that's okay. a real IMAX. I'm going to cool. have to go to Ontario to, yeah, s- yeah. to see it. Cool, because I've got stu- or the A-list stuff, I know. so I'll go check out Rise of Skywalker Me and too. IMAX and then get to see that show. That's what I've been meaning to do. I, I, I've only seen the movie once so far, so that's my second viewing I want to get in. But back to Tenet. Um I think the biggest thing, I mean, in the trailer, they say, oh, welcome to the afterlife at one point. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, okay, well, shit, is this like a some kind of crazy like spirituality thing he's exploring? But then you start to see all the shit moving backwards and it's the it's, whole like, oh, we're here before it happened kind of it's thing. It's yeah. pretty yeah. obvious. The movie's about time, in my yeah. opinion. At least that's what the trailer what? says. You know what I mean? Um, and so I love the idea of, of, I mean, if Inception was about reality, like time feels like a perfect sort yeah. of uh counterpoint to that mm-hmm. you know yeah um and yeah i mean there's it, it's it's hard to say exactly what what the hell's happening in the trailer i mean your best guess is mine um i can't pinpoint exactly how drunk i was uh at this point of the night because i pre-gamed before skywalker yeah but it took me quite a few minutes into the trailer to realize that it was robert pattinson Oh, they don't oh. they don't really like showcase. No. Him yeah. He was only yeah. like a shot of him. He's in it a few times and I'm like, oh, shit, that's Batman. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a lot of and there's actually a lot of big names that they yeah. didn't show in this trailer. 
John David Washington, though, who would have thought he would be the lead in the next Nolan movie, right? It's pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. Pretty dope. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, Not mad about it. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot going on in this trailer. Um, I would say that uh, the biggest thing is my big theory is I think this is actually it's obviously about time, but I think this is Nolan doing time travel. Like, I think this is his version of time travel. And that's sort of what I, my big takeaway from the movie was like, okay, that's my big theory, if you will. Yeah, it'll be interesting if that is the case to see like what his rules are. Exactly. Yeah. How well, he built yeah. his world. Mm -hmm. Hearing that Nolan was doing a time travel movie would make sense to me. I would buy into that. But after seeing the trailer and seeing like, oh, we're here before the event happens and then it happens like backward like backwards to them like that doesn't really seem like time travel to me though totally it seems like I, don't know. I mean it seems like a memento-esque like things are happening backwards i mean in a sense that's mm. time travel i guess because you're moving but back they, in time well, because they like there's that one scene in the trailer where they walk by the glass that like clearly Cuts has been broken it, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, but this hasn't happened yet." Yeah. yeah. So. And that was no, but if, it's for, if it hasn't like, happened for their reality, like. But then the guy comes through this uh, the revolving door like backwards. Like, yeah, you, firing we, the gun still like. There's a lot of travel. there's that's, a lot of like back like, where the ship's moving backwards and yeah. the wave splashes into the sh like yeah. it's yeah there's a lot of things little, are happening like in reverse exactly rewind yeah yeah. But what if they just have an Inception-like machine? They just push a button in time, just rewinds. Yeah, yeah it's like a yeah, it's like a VHS. Like, yeah, it's like Be Kind Rewind, but for Christopher Nolan. It's like Ace Ventura, <laughs> but not funny. Yeah, <laughs> like the tutu scene in Ace Ventura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what's um, uh, we 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 have some news to yes, talk about? Yes, we do a few news pieces. First thing, uh, Daniel Radcliffe is rumored to be in talks or in the running. Uh, something like that on the short list at least yeah on the short list for moon Knight, which mm -hmm. recently we heard is shooting in the uk actually so this oh, seems i did to line not up. i did not know that yeah. that's they're eyeing the uk wow. so i mean it, it makes sense to me Most interesting with that said i am not familiar enough with new moon Knight to actually make a full judgment on whether radcliffe would be a good choice he mostly wears the mask yeah so if he wears the mask i mean but like Personality-wise, no, but <laughs> I mean, uh, he did really good in that uh, Paul Dano film, mm. so the Farting Man. Yeah, the Farting Corpse. The farting movie. Man. Yeah, Farting Corpse. Um, I think he's got. I think he's got range. Yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he. I think he could do it. Um, I find it an interesting choice for them to 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 go with him first out of anybody. Yeah. But you know, who knows who else they have it, spoken to. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's older now, you know, he could probably grow a beard. He does. He, <laughs> he has a beard. Yeah. Grow a beard. I just don't, just I put just on don't a grizzled know, voice. I just don't know how, like, I'm curious how far, like, if this is just like one of those things where it's like, they're discussing like actors and it's like, Oh, what about Daniel Radcliffe? Even though it's like not necessarily a reality. So like, I'm right. curious, like how legit His headshots on the wall with 12 others. That's so. what, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm curious, like how, um, how interested they actually yeah, are in it this. It is also kind of anti-Marvel to go after somebody so famous. You know what I mean? They love to cast... They love to, like, rope in those new actors and, like, make them into stars. You know That's what I mean? True. Yeah. That's and, like, true. Daniel Radcliffe's already famous. I mean, I mean, like, I guess he hasn't done much since Harry Potter, but he's famous He's done just shit. on a smaller scale. Right. He's yeah. been working constantly. Right, yeah, but, but I'm saying he's not, like, super yeah. famous still like yeah. he was. Um, I mean, he's still super famous, but not like he's not in, in the, the zeitgeist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I thought that that would be an interesting choice for them, especially for a TV show. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like uh, for movies, they even, like for big blockbusters, they hire like new faces to make them into stars. For TV, an even smaller scale, I thought I think it would be weird to go after somebody who probably costs a shit ton of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think Daniel Radcliffe like costs a shit ton of money. Though. Oh, That's I do. The thing. Uh-huh. Really? Oh, yeah. Nah, dude. That Harry Potter money, dude. That Harry Potter money, baby. That means that he doesn't need to like take yeah. all those. Hu- That's part of the reason That's why, why he's I think been he's doing able a lot of to, indies like, and Broadway and stuff. Exactly. Like when I think of his like horns, like oh, that kind of yeah. stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. But, I, but what I'm saying is I'm I mean, I still think he costs a lot of money. Yeah, but I'm it's sure not a like amount. but it could be, you know, that could be the very reason why they're going after him is the fact that like this could be such a different part for him mm-hmm. that they want. Because Moon Knight is not as well known of a property, they might want that they name to bring people in, and yep. it would also be an interesting it's challenge to put him in that part. Or bring all the so, Harry Potter fans to the yard. Yeah, absolutely. And we also have to think about the fact that this is not theatrical. This is Disney Plus. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like that's a big consideration as well. You know what I mean? Like you see Daniel Radcliffe on a Disney Plus series browsing around. Like there's a lot of people that might click that. Oh yeah. yeah. You know absolutely. what I mean? Like, um. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard any other names uh, in the running. So right now I say, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. It's yeah. If still, they come out with someone else down the line, fuck Daniel Radcliffe, maybe. Who knows? But right now, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. It works as far as, uh, at least as far as what I'm aware of the character and his acting style. It could work, you know. Sure. Um, Speaking we'll of see, Disney Plus, yeah, what other uh, Marvel television show is rumored for Disney Plus, Taylor? Apparently there's an Agents of Sword. I have heard this, yes. Uh, Which would uh, be... Heavily, heavily rumored. Nothing confirmed. No, nothing confirmed at all. But with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. over, Mm -hmm. and at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home, there is the Talos scene talking to Nick Fury, Mm -hmm. and he's on a spaceship, and he's like, let's get back to work. And everybody, you know, thought after that, like, oh, is this the introduction of S.W.O.R.D.? Are we going to get S.W.O.R.D.? Sword, 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 sword. Um, yeah, we get it, dude. Sword. Uh, and now there's rumors, agents of sword, maybe. Apparently, yeah. Which would be, I guess, another like you said, another Disney Plus jam. Which would that that would make yeah. sense, like for something like that to go to Disney Plus. Well, and Agents of Shield had a very big fan base, and yeah. so to have a continuation because it's supposed to have all of the same characters it's supposed to have well not all of the same characters but it's supposed a to lot. have Nick Fury mm-hmm. it's supposed to have uh, the girl Chloe Bennett it's supposed to mm-hmm. have um, you know like the leads Clark Gregg uh, yeah, so from it's a, Agents it's a, of a S.H.I.E.L.D. a bit of a spin off mm-hmm. series in a certain respect yeah then. it's just like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in space because that's what S.W.O.R.D. is yeah. um, and so I I'm I never caught up with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I've heard that the fans have stayed loyal to the end, so it's got to be somewhat good. Yeah, you know I was at the panel this year for it, yeah. and it was just as nuts as you'd expect any of the other Marvel panels yeah, to be. you know nerds yeah. eat, you know, they tear shit down so quick if it's bad. So mm-hmm. it's got to be somewhat good still if people are still liking yeah, it. Yeah, everyone seemed, like, sad that it was over. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I watched the first two seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I ended up falling off. Um, not for any reason in particular. There's just so much stuff to watch. Uh, but I would say the thing that interests me the most about a show like this is, especially if it's on Disney Plus, is the ability to have this show sort of not only introduce, uh, you know, more cosmic elements, but like sort of bridge the gap between Tie the in. movies and the TV. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like one of the things Agents of Shield did best in its first and second seasons were the tie-ins to mm. to the actual movies. Like, for instance, when Thor The Dark World came out, there's a 
uh, an episode of Agents of Shield where Sif comes to Earth, yeah, right. and she has to like figure shit out on her own. Right, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. that's great. Like a great opportunity to like give a supporting character like a little bit more character development, like mm-hmm. give them a little bit of time in the spotlight. Absolutely. And so if you know if they if this is true and they were to do this, I think that would be the most exciting thing. Um, in my opinion, is just the ability to like sort of, um, you know, expand the web and like sort of interlock things even more. Absolutely. And if we're going down this route of all the Marvel shows tying into the MCU movies, you know, as we are with Hawkeye and WandaVision and these shows, what better way than S.W.O.R.D., which is the sentient world observation response department? Mm. What other better way to tie in something maybe like Galactus for the Fantastic Four or, you know, even hint at Silver Surfer. I was talking about someone recently about what the next phase might be. Oh, Galactus Galactus is is the only thing I think that's bigger than Thanos. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. So that Thanos had stones to destroy the universe. Galactus just eats mm-hmm. fucking planets, mm-hmm. dude. Yep. So, like, what's yeah. bigger, you know? I so. would say, for me, Galactus is more of a Phase 6 thing. I think, for at least for Phase 4... Well, but he's they, the end of this next that, saga. Right. That's what I'm, saying, what I'm saying, which would yeah, be yeah. technically Phase 6, if because, right. you know... Right, the yeah. saga was three, but, like, for Setting me, it up in four, Absolutely, and I, yeah. think, I think the way they do that is... And, and th- obviously, this is all speculation on my part but uh the way i would do it is i would have secret wars be the culmination like crossover event movie yeah. of mm-hmm. phase four and then use that to tease galactus and or silver surfer the way they did at the end of avengers yeah 100 you know I mean? so but yeah especially with things like x-men and fantastic four coming in per- uh preferably phase five i yeah. don't want to wait much longer than that uh, yeah <laughs> having a tv show to hint at these intergalactic moments you know yeah. like and it doesn't Absolutely. even have to be like ah oh, look it's galactus's giant head out in space just small things like ah oh, this planet just disappeared off the map well, where did it go we don't know why yeah, yeah. just hint at these small things yep. building up to fantastic four and then of course that is a uh, very big fantastic four villain so mm-hmm have that introduced in Fantastic yeah. Four, then tie Fantastic Four into the rest of the MCU. Yeah. And then, at, like you said, at the end of Phase 6, the Fantastic Four has roped everybody in the MCU and then to help them fight. like Glass. a huge scene, like in Civil War, the comic, where everybody's just chilling in the Baxter building, like hanging out yeah. and shit. And there's like 20 <laughs> or 30 heroes just like having a discussion. Yeah. That'd be amazing. You know what's really sad, though? And I, I'm excited to see this new lineup of the Avengers. I really am. I like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I like uh, their chemistry. I like everybody we got left after Endgame. But I would love to see Tony Stark and Steve Rogers fight Galactus. I just yeah. would. I would just love to see Cap and Iron Man fighting Galactus, and we're not and and we're not gonna get it. Yeah. But you know what? We might get instead the X Men. So that's fine. But Steve got his happy ending, so he that's did. all that matters. He did. No, but that's also true. With all of like the world bending, Wanda, Strange stuff coming up, you never know. They might find some bizarre way to bring people back. So. They get all the new and all the old Avengers yeah. to come back to fight Galactus. That'd be pretty sick. That'd be dope. Like that. that yeah, that'd be cool. Raise him from the dead. Can have we just a, fast have forward? a zombie cap and, and Iron <laughs> Man? Oh my god! <laughs> Can we just fast forward to like episode seventy three of Pop Pop where we're where we're discussing X Men casting <laughs> because it's news? It's gonna take us. I was gonna long say so. You mean like you mean yeah, another four another four years from now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk about X Men casting news. Like I, I just want that to come out. Uh, seriously, dude. Uh, no, because at that point I'm gonna be casting X Men. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I'll break it on the show. There you go. <laughs> We've been talking about this for far too long. It's fine. What's, uh, what's uh, next? We also have uh, news that uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple is coming back. Mm. Sort but of. But the twist <laughs> this time 
is that they're going to have adults on the show you know and not kids. Fuck those kids from the 90s. It always <laughs> should have been adults because this is what I want now. I do. I agree. Um, Lauren, what are your thoughts on this first and foremost? I mean, you're the one who sent us the story. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think it's fun. I also think it's interesting timing with the Star Wars kind of version being oh, announced the, um, as well. What is it called? The um, Jedi Temple yeah. Challenge or something like that? Yeah. Something, something like, like that. that. Something terrible. Um, that sounds... Like Legend of the Hidden Temple yeah. in space, mm-hmm. um, obviously not in space. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited. I I love Legends. I watched it growing up all the time, and always wanted to go to Orlando so it could be on the show. So, dude, seriously, I think it's cool. And I think it. I'm interested to see what they do with it being adults instead. Yeah, if it's the same kind of temple run or. Or what? Oh no, they better bring Olmec back, or else I'm gonna be pissed. Get some Olmec in my life. I'm I sure love that will. show. I was obsessed with with uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple as a kid. What team did you want to be on? Uh, I'd say the Blue Barracudas was always one of my favorites. I was like the Red Monkeys too. Blue yeah. Barracudas were the, the Red Monkeys or was it the Purple snakes. Monkeys? It was the, oh the Silver Snakes were all awesome. snakes, oh, the Silver yeah. Snakes yeah. were dope. I think it was the Red Monkey. Yeah, it might have been the Purple Monkey. Yeah. I don't know. I can't you remember. You gotta like pick the dude's nose at the end. Yeah. Great shit. Yeah, no, I love the, uh, I love obviously Wait, the. Wait, pick the dude's nose. Right? Don't you have to go up and like dig around in the giant dude's nose in the No, end? that was, um, that was figure it out, right? Double yeah. dare. Double dare. That was double dare. Yeah, we have yeah, yeah, that was double yeah. dare. My yeah, bad. Yeah. Same no, shit. Legends is Olmec where you do the temple run and the, the guards jump out at you and you yeah, have to yeah, assemble yeah. the monkey and for some yeah. reason it's so much harder then it should be with three pieces. Yes, it's good. Because you're, yeah, because you're a child and you're a fucking idiot. And you forget. Yeah. Oh, apparently. <laughs> So I've, I read something a while back that apparently, like, the producers would, like, yell things at the kids from backstage to get them even more flustered. So yeah. that's a lot of it. That yeah. makes sense. That's fucked up. Well, yeah, they want him to, like... Your parents don't love you. You're adopted. <laughs> oh, my God. This You're going to lose so this hard. fucking temple run. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, I mean, it's, uh, fascinating to have adults do it. Obviously they're going to make some, need to make some adjustments for some things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the and make things a little the, more, the monkey puzzle is probably going to need more than three pieces. Unless yeah, you're on alcohol. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, what they need to do. Mm, that sounds like a, that sounds like a lawsuit. Way to happen. Yeah. What they need to do is they need to make the temple guards like way scarier. And just fucking scare the shit out of people while they're in the I, temple. It needs like, to, I think it's going to be more like an escape room type of situation. The exactly. rock needs to be the, t- <laughs> the temple guards, and you have to get by the rock. That would actually be a great way to flip up the format of the show instead of having them start on the outside of the temple start and like have to inside. run in and go find the heart of the thing wherever it is. Like have them start on the inside and have to work their way out. Yeah. And escape. Yeah. yeah, That'd be cool. But you'd also have to get the prize or whatever the hell it is that's in there. The... Um, there's always like some jewel or some yeah. ruby that you're after. Like I haven't watched the show since I was a child. Oh, dude, you would uh, you would trip out. I I actually watched some recently, not uh, way before this news came out. But like uh, on yeah. YouTube, yeah, they oh, have some shit. of the old temple mm-hmm. runs on there. It's pretty good. Uh, so beyond that, we have one final news piece. Do and that is dun, dun, dun. And that is jacked Kumail destroying uh, the internet and Kumail. melting hearts of thousands Kumail. of young Hugiani? girls on the internet. What? Hugiani? Hugiani Kumail. Non jacked Ani. Hmm. How? Uh, we'll fake. We'll, we'll find. Kumail got buff. <laughs> that's the fucking story. Kumail yoked Ani. That's no, a good that's one. Bad. No, I'm yeah. fine with that one. Because he's straight yoked in those pictures, he man. Like is huge. Yeah. Um, and this brings this brings me back to 
and I think we've talked about this on the podcast. This brings me back to when uh, Mac from It's Always Sunny was like, yeah, I got fat and then got buff again. It's easy to do that when you have millions of dollars yeah. In, yeah. in like training people from Absolutely. the studio. And well, that's what Kumel came out and yeah. Yeah. you know said like, how else do you get jacked? I would have never been able to do this without like yeah. all that <laughs> they, resource. They literally. Chef, yeah, they, like they, entire team. They pay yep. you to eat right. They pay you to go to the gym. They give you the gym, and it's yeah. like, of course you're going to get fucking jacked. Yeah. No wonder we don't look like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's got so many other reasons why we don't look like that. Yeah. Oh, we like to drink beer, too. Uh, but yeah, he he looks great. Good Absolutely. for him. Yeah, and I mean, I think I think your first reaction, Joel, when I showed it to you, you're just like, uh, this is weird. I don't know if I like it. Because like, it, it just looks like his so head. the photos look fucking weird yeah, and, uh, well, he's and also all posing all oiled up yeah and shit, like <laughs> it's just his head on like a jacked body so it's so weird yeah like his face didn't really change much yeah and i'm like oh what i you know i've been following kumail for y- years and years and years and years he used to watch this fucking tiny comedy show in the back of a bookstore so mm-hmm. to see him now like jacked as fuck i'm like what is happening Absolutely. why are you and also why did it take this long for those pictures to come out because that comic-con he was fucking jacked as shit yeah it, he i think they took these a bit back he was that jacked at comic-con for sure yeah, definitely he was definitely. about to bust out of that fucking shirt yeah on he's stage. wearing like super tight shirts <laughs> yeah. and shit. but yeah just to see him like as freaking ripped as he is i mean it's almost it's, he's not as big as henry cavill got but it's almost henry cavill he's level pretty big. where yeah. it's like that is a transformation. You so know? My yeah. friend was saying, like, watching this season of Silicon Valley, you just saw his arms, like, biceps progressively get larger each episode. Oh, <laughs> I, didn't even think of, I haven't seen That's the last really season funny. yet. I'm going to pay he's attention to that. Like <laughs> yeah. It's funny because he's still playing, like, a nerd, right? But he's, like, huge. Yeah. yeah. Like, and his wife, Emily, shared a cute picture of actually him, like, with the cat on his lap with a blankie over him, like, playing PlayStation 4. Yeah. And she's like, he might be hot and jacked, but he's still a fucking nerd. Yeah. Did you guys see <laughs> um, Pat Oswald's wife response? response on the photo no oh my god there's this whole thing uh Patton's wife commented and was like oh my gosh like Camille like you look great basically um or like damn and then Patton responded and was like yeah congrats Camille also honey remember um I took the trash out last week and my back still hurts so I could only replace one (laughs) toilet paper roll but I put it the way you like it so uh just just a reminder that's (laughs) funny that's fucking hilarious good stuff yeah, good for Camille, man. I'm fucking proud of him. Mm-hmm. Um, like he said when he was on stage, he couldn't get onto Hall H, or he couldn't get up onto the Hall H stage any other way than to be in a Marvel movie. Yeah, he was like, I've been trying for years. I guess this is the only way to do it, and just to get <laughs> jacked. I guess yeah. Is the now only the, way to the do only it. way he got on stage is he just like showed his huge biceps to the bodyguard, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, you must be a Marvel actor. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he is the latest in a long like string of. Actors getting freaking oh, 100%. Buff for Marvel. I mean, I would say what the last one would be Chris Pratt, maybe all of them. Well, I mean, there's dude. been others, but like yeah. tr- body transformation, even the like ladies, him, though, you know? like yeah. Brie Larson. That's yeah. true. That's true. She was like pushing Jeeps and shit, like yeah. in her training for that. So that's very true. I mean, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth were tiny motherfuckers. Yeah. 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 Can Marvel just cast me in a movie? They, they don't. They don't have to put me in a movie. Can they just cast me in one so I can get ripped and then they can fire me after that? I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Get all buff. I can't act. You don't have to put me in a movie. You can play the new Cyclops. Dude, they cool. just get you to do the Gene. Scream. I can scream Gene pretty good. <laughs> I know, dude. That's your whole audition. They give me like a stack of like dramatic scenes to read, and I'm like, no, 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 no. no. I I got this, guys. Trust me. I know how to be Cyclops. And then I just stand there and I scream Gene for three minutes. Perfect. Done. For 10 minutes. For Paul 10 Feige. minutes. Yeah. 
And then and then he and then he says, "You're high." And then they give you an Oscar. He's like, "This is the best Cyclops I've ever seen." <laughs> First ever comic. James book. Marsden, who acting Oscar? Yeah, Joel Reeves. Joel Reeves. All right, guys, I think it's time. It's time for the main event. It's time for time the thing do Joel's do been looking do to do all day. I'm just sad about it because I know we don't feel the same. I know. It's going to be a good conversation, <laughs> I think. We, we we usually do. We told ourselves, like, our just for the listeners, we we gave our just, like, quick thoughts, like, over text message, but yeah. we actually haven't discussed the movie at all. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be our first, like, This is the first time we've, like, initial... saved it for the podcast. Sorry to break the magic, everybody. We talk about all this shit beforehand, well, so usually. We try Not to, always we, in so much detail, though. Yeah, we, we try to save it, but usually we have, a, like, a short discussion about, oh, I like this or I like that, you know, like, sort of general We don't really talk about Joker much before, either. No, no. Star Wars. Woo! Are you ready for the Skywalker saga to be done now? Are you sad it's done? Ooh, I mean, that's a tougher question than, like, <laughs> if I even liked the movie. That's well, a really I hard mean, question. Like, no, of course not. I would like to see it for another hundred years. I mean, you're still going to get Star Wars, but are you are you uh, fulfilled by the Skywalker saga? Yeah, I think okay. so. Well, that's good. I mean, I think like, so. Could be a lot worse, right? Yeah, you could be yeah. like my ass. Let's start with you, <laughs> and then with you, and okay. then with me, because and I by know that he means Taylor, t- and then yeah, me, oh yeah, I'm Joel. looking at them. Yeah, we know. You, we guys, know. You, you guys can't see us. Interesting. Um, I'm so used to doing my YouTube videos. Oh, yeah, you're right. so famous. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, you know, obviously had uh, read all the initial reactions from the from the premiere, and I was lucky enough to see the movie the next night after the premiere, so last Tuesday. And obviously, I had read all the reactions and started to get a little bit worried, but was still very, very excited for the movie. Um, and you know, I'm someone who, who loves the force awakens and also loves the last Jedi in a lot of respects. Like, I don't think the last Jedi is a perfect movie, but, um, but I, I liked it. So I wasn't one of those fans who was like, Oh fuck the last, like I wasn't taking like falling in a particular camp in terms of those two movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had a, I felt like I had a pretty, um, sort of like uh, level playing field going in, you know, in terms of what my expectations were and all that stuff. And, and uh, yeah, I just uh, I think this movie not only felt below way below what I my expectations, but for me, just even being a, just a good movie, I think this is a, I think it's bad. Like I, I left the theater with Sarah and like we, we were silent. We didn't really talk about it for the first 15 minutes. And I just turned to her and I was like. I don't think the movie we watched is a good movie. Well, I mean, wow. okay, to be fair, I don't think a lot of Star Wars movies are good movies. I mean, they're exciting. I would, they're I, fun. Would, I would argue that there's three, maybe four legitimately good Star Wars movies. Yeah, but there's nine movies. I know. Yeah. So I'm saying like, like I didn't think The Force Awakens was like a good film, but I but I, I did. had a great it's time a watching film. it. That's a good, it's a good movie. It's not an amazing movie, but it's a good movie. Okay. I mean, it's well made, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, totally. And so I just, yeah, I think this movie has a lot of problems. Um, there's, I think there's a lot to like about the movie, but at the same time, I don't think it. I don't think it's a good movie, it, like at all. I think there's a lot of stuff that, that with this movie that's actually problematic that embraces like sort of the worst parts of storytelling. You know mm. what I mean? Sort of the, um, and I'm gonna try to keep this as spoiler free, but like sort of the video game people people fetch, listen people listen to the podcast. video game fetch quest hmm. of the plot 
Um, I didn't feel a video game vibe until the final battle. Oh, I totally did. I mean, it's like, okay, go go find this. Oh, and then we're going to go find this, and then that's going to lead us to that. Like, that's exactly just, what Star Wars has always yeah. been. Mm. That's why I loved this movie. Not necessarily. Oh, my God. Star 100%. Wars, the first Star Wars wasn't that. The entire original trilogy was like, we got to go find... Uh, I'm not. That's gonna... fine, but it wasn't a series of. They had to find people. They didn't have to use a series of objects to like. Le- What's know. the fucking difference? I think it's lazy. But regardless, we'll get into it. Um, yeah, I just don't. I think the movies. The it's it's it's. I think the script is like pretty much atrocious. Um, and also keep in mind, this is the same guy who wrote Batman versus Superman. Um, so there's. I haven't a problem seen that, that movie. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Batman Five Superman. I, yeah, I've seen that one. Uh, Chris Terrio, yeah, and uh, and J.J. Abrams wrote the script, and it's not good. Um, I will say I liked a lot of the action. I think the action's pretty well done. Uh, not as emotionally invested as I wanted to be by mm-hmm. the end, mm-hmm. but um, the character interactions are, in my opinion, the best thing in the movie. So the character interactions, a lot of the character I moments. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's some stuff that doesn't quite work for me or that feels like sort of um, ham-fisted or shoehorned in to the story just for the sake of fan service, if you will, even though I don't like to use that word. So, yeah, I just think this, oh, this no, movie it was is definitely fan service. super problematic mm-hmm. and not in a good way, though, in my opinion. Because, like, for yeah. instance, uh, Endgame was all, was all fan service, but that was set up and payoff. Like, that was legitimate fan service as opposed to, like, just throwing something in to throw something in. But I think setup and payoff isn't fan service then. That's like filmmaking. Like you set something up. For, I mean, when it, it comes to like Marvel and stuff, I think it is a little bit of fan service. It's because justifying the fan service. Exactly. Right. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, I I, I, uh, I have a lot of problems with this movie. I definitely want to see it again, like I said, because I've only seen it once. And those are just sort of like my initial off feelings, cu- off the cuff yeah. reactions. But um, I definitely we need definitely need to go into this one a little bit more in depth, in my opinion. But we'll leave it to that. Lauren, what were your initial? I feel like I'm Switzerland here. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of fun and enjoyed, I would say, the first two thirds of the movie um, and really did not care for the end um, because of the fact that I don't feel like a lot of stuff um, led me to be emotionally invested enough for what happens. Um, and choices that are made I didn't feel like we saw the process or the breakdown behind those enough Um, like for me it felt like if certain parts of this movie had been introduced at the end of the last one instead of in this one um, then we could see that process through this movie and I think it would have paid off much Mm -hmm. better Um, obviously we don't have that for reasons but um regardless i i think there are certain parts of this movie that could have been cut to allow for time for those moments that made the movie that would have made the movie work a lot better for me um but i did like it more than i expected to like i said until the end um because like i think you texted us like wednesday morning maybe um saying like keep your expectations low and like that's all I had going into it because I was trying not to read anything. Yeah. Um, and so I did. Um, because honestly, after Last Jedi, I was keeping my expectations go low regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the first, you know, like I said, the first two thirds, I was like, oh, okay, this is fun. This is interesting. Like, yeah, cool. Oh, there's emotions. Like, there's laughter. There's all this. And then it fell off at the end and it made me sad. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would say like... 
I don't I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Yeah, same. Taylor, did you get an Xbox? Indeed, I did. Why? You have a PS4. <coughs> because uh, I wanted one, and I wanted Jedi Stop Fallen Order, and Joel. I could get both of them for 200 bucks. But you should get Jedi Fallen Order for PS4. Yeah, I thought about it, but I was like, if I'm going to spend 60 bucks on a game, I'm going to spend yeah, 150 I, I, more I, I, and like, get a system. I'm fucking you. And I am stalling, yeah. Um, <laughs> Fucker. I, so, like, I just don't. And there's no reason to like tell someone, oh, you're fucking wrong. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no uh, constructive uh, conversation when when like you do that. Mm-hmm. But I just like Star Wars to me has always been like we got to go find this thing, find this person on this other planet. That's mm-hmm. the adventure. And so like the first the first couple out ho- like the first hour and a half of this movie, I was just like don't think I stopped smiling like yeah I, I was having such a fun time following them from planet to planet having to get the things they needed to get finding the people they needed to find uh, fun fun cameos of like new new old non non-existent characters you mean I just like uh no like Lando like we're just gonna jump into fucking spoilers like okay. seeing seeing fucking Lando was I awesome knew like, he was gonna be in this movie. Yeah, yeah but what is his purpose of being in the movie what's the purpose of making a Star Wars movie at all I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but it's like Lando's literally Lando's line is, oh, this is where you can find your next fetch quest item. And there's no character. There's no other reason for him to be in the movie other than to f- serve the plot. Well, he also he talks about he how also he, comes back at the end. He talks about true, how he's gone on an adventure with. OK, look, we don't have we don't have the extended he's universe build movies. the backstory. Yeah. He says that he's like he was a part of uh, Luke's crew after you know return of the jedi okay. trying to find all these things that's like, all that's 100 nostalgia that doesn't matter who cares that's I that's care. what star wars is well it's, i mean especially this is wrapping up that saga you can't you've had everyone else you can't not have him totally and i i so. think the inclusion of lando is fine i wish they would have done more with him and didn't waste the character like other than just being just being a plot device and in, in my opinion when I mean, when was the last time you watched the original trilogy, man? That's all. That's that's all it is. Lando, okay, Lando was a plot device, but he also had character, and you actually liked him, and he had something to do other than just say, "Oh, this is where you go." And then he mm-hmm. comes back at the end with the Falcon, and is like, "Oh, I gathered all these people off screen that you didn't see." Well, okay, we're gonna get there. That is, yeah. Again, like but I those said, are literally I, like his two moments in the movie, and then there's one at the end with what's her face, uh, Jana. I don't even know why the they had that in the movie because the because yeah. she's, you know you know why. Okay, this be, is my time to talk. She was supposed my to be to his talk. daughter. Yeah, I, I was going to get there, Taylor. Oh, okay, if you well. fucking let me talk, um, the first two thirds of the movie I thought was pure excitement, pure pure Star Wars. Regardless of what you say, I thought it was 100 percent a Star Wars film. Yeah. Felt like the original trilogy, um, exciting, and then yeah, just the end kind of fell off for me. Like like Lauren said. Um, I don't see why the emperor decides to use lightning again. Um, that's how you died the first time, motherfucker. Uh, it's like I don't know, like he like forgot to turn the off, like he can't find the off switch on the lightning, or really what it is. But the only time it felt like a video game to me was when she was like, you know, it's better than one lightsaber, two, two lightsabers, <laughs> and she like defeats him with the X. That whole battle, yeah. was she like defeats him with the rough. X lightsabers, so and I'm like, bad. that's horrible. Uh, yeah. But that to me is the only thing that felt like a video game to me. Because that seems like the force unleashed, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. double tap as he's hitting lightning yeah. until you beat him. Yeah, that to me definitely felt like a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, you said the action set pieces were amazing, loved them. Um, the fight scene between Kylo and Ray on like the Death Star wreckage when they're using like force jump and like backflip, like that shit dope. It dude. was it was really cool. It felt like it was a little too choppy though in terms of being like a cohesive 
fight sequence. Mm. It was enjoyable, but, but was Joel, how'd you feel about the horses now that you saw it? Stupid space horses. <laughs> Hated it. Yeah, it's Still pretty. It's pretty pretty silly because they don't really explain anything. Like it's well, just, they the horses are just sort of there. They did explain it. No, they one hundred percent. They did, did. I explain just, it. They they did explain it. I just don't like the explanation. Um, it yeah. was so they weren't detected by ships. Yeah. They were like, we don't detect any ships coming in because there are no ships. They're horses. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Hate it. So dumb. I thought it was clever. Eh. I mean, it is. But it's, uh, I just don't think it's executed well. And I think that's a lot It of plays into the final part of the movie that I don't like. Yeah. And also, like, only one ship has, like, a homing beacon. Like, the Emperor couldn't, like, maybe cut costs on like three star destroyers so the yeah. rest of the star destroyers can <laughs> yeah, get homing so it's beacons. A, yeah. it's, like, that, it's again it's that video game you didn't logic need 400 you could have had like 350 and then like the and rest of the ships could have the same yeah, events, yeah. Uh, more death star tech could have done without that you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i like i said i really had r- so much fun in the movie until the end when i started groaning i was like up oh, yep mhm yep that sounds about right yep okay and then Ben Solo doesn't have a single line. Yeah. He goes from Kylo to Ben. Not a single line of that Awesome, line. awesome mm-hmm. character arcs in the movie. Just that's what, that's plows through the, the Knights of Ren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For has, no apparent reason. Has a blue lightsaber mm-hmm. and like starts fighting the Emperor. So so what were the point of the Knights of Ren again? Remind me. Look, okay, look. If you really want to start getting into it, I mean, we, I really would. I because really, it's the little nitty gritty shit that this movie does that really annoys me. Yeah, but you realize that that's all the fault of episode eight, right? It's got no, no, dude, I no, that's yes, it is. That is ridiculous. Where, where, where were the Knights of Ren in episode eight? <sighs> that's completely ridiculous, dude. Where were they? Were the question? They weren't where in were there the Knights of? Okay, doing exactly. Something. Right. So they were. They were. Uh, so you're saying the groundwork that, was laid in episode uh, seven? Okay. Ryan Johnson did nothing with them in episode eight. Okay. So JJ had to wrap them up in episode nine. So see, this is what I don't get this. And this actually, this argument really annoys me because I've seen it a lot on in the internet. They're like, well, if you know, they would have had the chance to, to really fill out the arcs in episode eight. Like, the first half of this movie is essentially what episode eight was probably yeah. going to be. Yeah. I think so. I think and that I, I think that's utter bullshit because JJ should have like stayed and completed the trilogy or at least he started it, the fucking trilogy. It's not his job to finish something else that someone else did. He's look, I mean, I, I don't I, think that's, that's Ryan George Johnson's Lucas fault. Did. I don't think that's Ryan Johnson's fault. I yeah. think that it's Kathleen Kennedy's fault that they didn't plan this out from beginning to end, but it, yeah. but it did feel like, Tug of War. This yeah. is where the trilogy starts. Absolutely. Ryan Johnson says, no, we're going to go this way. Yeah. And JJ's like, no, we're going back this way. Mm-hmm. It's no one's fault, JJ or or Ryan's. But like, it's not JJ's fault in 9 that the Knights of Ren weren't fleshed out. It's and like it's, and it's nobody did anything with them in 8. Like, agreed. I agree with that. But I think the, the problem with me is that Ryan was left with a bunch of like open threads and really no plan. He should you know have gone I mean? with those threads instead of doing something random. I mean, that's debatable um but for me i feel like the same argument with episode eight where it's like oh you know like jj left him with a bunch of shit uh a villain that like is pretty much non-existent um in snoke you know what i mean or like more not exist not non-existent but like Eh, more of a mystery (laughs) than like a plot element yeah Mm -hmm. um and like characters that were ambiguous and 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 character threads that like box you into a corner you know what i mean like the way that movie ends is tough 
to continue from. You know what I mean? I agree. With like what your main character separated, you know, and like sort of pin, uh, pin, Finn in the uh, being incapacitated or whatever. But that's you know, no like different than A New Hope and uh, like The Empire Strikes Back. I mean, like, I would say that all the, the characters are separated Hope, at the end. At the end of A New Hope, like all the characters are fine, like they're they're they've won the adventure. I'm sorry, I meant at the end of uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course, of course. But this isn't the second chapter. You know what I mean? This is the. And again, I'm not blaming Ryan Johnson. I. But there are a lot of people who are, and that pisses me off. Just like this movie, I enjoyed like ninety percent of. Uh, the last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Didn't like the ending. Yeah, um, totally. Totally. But, and so I, so I'm not blaming it on the last Jedi itself as a movie. I'm blaming yeah. it on like, if you want to tell a trilogy, you can't let the director of the second movie do whatever the fuck he wants Yeah, because it's not following number one and it's not going to be what number three is about. So like, mm-hmm. what the fuck are you doing? It's so like, it's, I think it's Disney's fault that mm-hmm. the first 30 to 45 minutes of this movie feels like we're playing catch up because it's, Two, it's kind of two movies in yes, one film. My, but, my oh, friend please. that I saw it with, we were talking about it afterwards, and he said he saw a review, a non-spoiler review before we saw it that said, um, Force Awakens felt like a fan letter. Um, a Last Jedi felt like hate mail, and this felt like an apology letter. That's funny. Yeah, but it's an apology in, the, in all the wrong ways, in my opinion. Hmm. You know, I, I mean, like it's definitely an apology. Just, it's, it's an apology a reconciliation. that needed to be two two letters long, yeah, or another I mean, letter and a half I, long. I disagree. Like JJ could have easily taken what Ryan Johnson had done and rolled with it and incorporated his stuff. But, but why instead, didn't Ryan Johnson roll with what JJ g- gave him? Okay, I mean it's the same argument as like the whole oh JJ got fucked over because of Ryan. Well, Ryan got fucked over because of JJ in the Force Awakens. So. You know he, what I mean? He, so it's like that, what? except over, that though. he was taking over the mantle. Yeah, he didn't so get fucked over. He was handed him. He was handed something. Yeah, he was handed something, and then J.J. Abrams had no communication whatsoever. Ryan Johnson had to start writing the movie before he had even seen The Force Awakens. Right. You know that, right? But again, and I believe I blame that on Disney, and that's not also on JJ. like trying to rush the movies out as well. You yeah. know what I mean? Like one hundred percent. The Force Awakens probably would have been better with like a couple, maybe year or two of extra development. You know, nobody wanted to wait that long. Hey, well, that's the problem. <laughs> it's like, do you want your Star Wars movie now, or do you want it in two years and it's a little bit better? You know, so. Uh, someone told me that Star Wars is like pizza. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but you're always eating pizza, and that's a good thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, that's true. I mean, that's a good analogy. I I feel like this is the Star Wars movie that made me sick of pizza, in a lot of ways. Is there pizza uncooked this time? <laughs> I say uncooked, but just like, I think this movie. I think this movie shows a lot of uh the 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 per, some of the pervasive issues of Star Wars in general throughout the whole trilogy. This movie really, or the whole um, saga, if you will. This right. movie really mm-hmm. sums up a lot of those issues, like. I think this movie is a pale imitation of what's come before, in mm. my opinion. Interesting. Like, I think it definitely feels like Star Wars, but it it's but that doesn't make it good. Like, sure, it feels like Star Wars, but there are a lot of things that can feel like Star Wars and not be well executed. You know what I mean? Like, for me, it just comes down to execution. I think a lot of the ideas in this movie are actually really interesting and really engaging. Like, one of the things I love, for instance, the light speed skipping. Yeah, like that's that was super completely cool. badass, right? Yeah. And Except something the ships would be destroyed because they're going through worlds and not just atmosphere. Totally. Well, there's that. There's the logic of it, but then there's also like, okay, so we're that's supposed to be a setup for. Well, even Ray for, is like, you can't do that. And he's like, apparently, I can. 
Oh, well, that's the logic <laughs> of the screenplay, though, because it's like it's like don't start getting into that bullshit. Lightspeed itself is impossible. Like you can't, <laughs> talking, you can't start I'm nitpicking. Talking, <laughs> I'm talking about internal logic, setting up rules and following them. I'm not talking about the logic of whether, you know, like we can actually fly it. Li- like, of course, we you know, it's a fantasy. We all know that. But what I'm talking about is internal logic where you set up rules and you, you establish rules and then you, you adhere to them. And this movie does eh. ne- never does that. They've never. Yeah, but it like, never does that in Star Wars. They've never said you can't light speed skip. They just no, of course she's not. like surprised that it's possible. Of course not. And I think I think. But on a fundamental level, on a screenwriting storytelling level, what bugs me about that is like, OK, we introduce light speed skipping. Cool. That's a great setup. All right. Now, where's the payoff? Like, other than it being a cool action sequence, there's no reason for that to fucking be in... I don't think everything has to be a setup and payoff. It can be a fun action sequence. Uh, it's, it's, a, I, it's a giant I, sci-fi fantasy I, movie. I disagree. I think you need to have setups and payoffs to, to, to actually to, to invest the audience into what's happening. I mean, that's the way I get invested. I think if we're trying to win an Oscar, sure. Yeah. <laughs> if we're just making an action movie, who I, So, okay, well, yeah, but you can you can say that for any movie. Like you can't you can't just be like, "Oh, just because it's a Star Wars movie, like I turn off my brain and like don't have any of the, any of the critical theory that I have when I watch any other movie." Like that just I mean, you can do that, but that logic doesn't make sense to me because it's like um sort of handicapping the movie, if you will. You know what I mean? In a certain respect, your approach to it. I guess I see them as popcorn flicks. That's fine, but... I don't just, know. I mean, I feel like I still go into it with a critique. I totally. My brain just stopped the mm-hmm. word that I was trying to think of, but with a critical eye, mm-hmm. um, because <laughs> unfortunately, after my years of study, I can't not watch a movie and think about it that exactly. way. Exactly. Um, so that's why the ending in particular, and like like I said, some of the storylines like are incomplete or not fleshed out the way they need to be but like well yeah there's a level to which i can do that and yeah that's why like the ending was so bad that i couldn't forgive it anymore but you can't i just i just don't think you can be the same level of critical for every single fucking movie you watch it's not it's not no totally but like also in terms of like you know um for instance, like there's a lot of there's a lot of nitpicks that you had with the Je- last Jedi. Why couldn't you just turn your brain off for that? You know what I mean? Like why couldn't you just enjoy it? I mean, that's the same that's the same logic that you're trying to espouse to me right now. No, not 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 particularly because it because it wasn't because it wasn't Star Wars. It was like Well, it, it didn't have the feeling of Star Wars. It was Star Wars. No, but that's what I'm saying. It wasn't like this. At, still had at, the at feeling, the but it's core. still, but it's still, this did, yeah. yeah. But it's still, it's still a sci-fi adventure movie. Like it's a space opera at the end of the day. Like what's just because it doesn't feel like Star Wars, it's still a space opera. You know okay, what right. I mean? Like, um, we've had this discussion many times. Yeah. Is that I think Ryan Johnson tried to make a Ryan Johnson movie instead Agreed. of a Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's why I couldn't turn I mean, my brain no, off because I, with a Ryan Johnson movie, you he to, is such a smart writer yeah, that, totally. that you have to turn your brain on, totally. and it didn't work. Yeah, see, I just, I, I, yeah. You have I, to look at a Ryan Johnson movie in a critical way because he is that smart director, I, writer, and that doesn't work for a Star Wars movie. I think that's a little bit of having your cake and eat it, but that's just my opinion. Um, Go back and watch A New Hope and tell me that's a fucking amazing film. That movie fucking is. sucks. Dude, what are you talking about? It. Fucking A New Hope has a perfect third act and, it, act, and it was nominated for seven, no, I'm sorry, it was nominated for ten Oscars, including Best Picture, and won seven how is that not a, being like, nominated a good for an movie? Oscar doesn't make you a great fucking movie? No, I mean, but the it's Hurt Star Locker Wars, sucks. The Joker's going to be nominated, and it, it wasn't a exactly. perfect movie. But, There's a but, lot of movies <laughs> that I hate that, that are nominated but, for Oscars. That doesn't mean anything. But the point is, is that Star Wars is perfect storytelling. 
it's the hero's journey encapsulated. That, it's the that, hero. It's the hero with with. A, with a thousand faces. That's you fine. know what I mean. It's classic storytelling. Like anything in the last, excuse me, anything in the last thirty or forty years that's serialized adventure storytelling takes cues from the structure of Star Wars. Great. So the structure is great. The acting's horrible. The effects are bad. Uh, okay. I mean, but that's, you still love that's, it because that's it's fucking Star, Star Wars. Wars. I know, but. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like you love it because it's Star Wars. I know, but it, it, it's it's a story. T- See, for me, the storytelling works. It's it's the idea that you can actually be invested in these characters and become emotional throughout their journey. And I just didn't have that feeling in uh, in the Rise of Skywalker. I haven't had that feeling this entire franchise, though. <laughs> yeah. See, I had I had the feeling that feeling for for the force awakens to a certain extent at the end when that whole, the lightsaber battle and the Ray moment and all that, like that's a truly affecting moment for me still. And I think there's certain parts of the last Jedi for me that, that do that as well. Um, but in a different way. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just, I just think this movie is super messy. I think it has a lot of problems, a lot of like, um, again, that video game fetch quest feel to me. Um, it just, it just has that in my opinion. But I will agree with you guys in the sense that uh, the third act is super messy. I think the groan moment for me where I just kept groaning for the rest yeah. of the movie was when uh, Kylo's like, you're a Palpatine. And it's like, oh, my God, here we go. OK. Well, you know what I, mean? had, I think I think everybody had kind of yeah. like guessed that since the uh, very beginning. I mean, that's she was that's, either a Skywalker or she was either like a Palpatine. I yeah. don't think there was any other option. Totally. And I think uh, I'm. I'm I think it's cheap and lazy and it gives into and it gives into fans who wanted that instead of actually creating uh creating a challenging um sort of uh I'm just trying to find the right word but like a challenging sort of uh, motivation for I don't know, I don't her, know if you fans know? did want that. I just think it's what fans I've never like I don't talk about that honestly. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about in terms of learning Rain's raised parentage and 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 keeping oh. it keeping it within this uh, the, the 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 sort of narrow scope of the Skywalker saga where it's like only our heroes our heroes can only be Palpatines or they can be Skywalkers. They can't be anybody else, you know what I mean because that's too much. Yeah. Um and yeah, so I just think that uh, there's a lot of problems with the screenplay. Um the biggest thing problem I had though was was the ending. What did you guys think about the ending? I mean, we were just talking about I'm the talking ending. about the very ending, the the final scene. Um okay, look. The uh, whole um I think that's better than her being like I'm a Palpatine and everyone's like kill her now. <laughs> like mm-hmm. She chose to take the name of the person who trained her and the person that loved her, and she looked up to him as opposed mm-hmm. to being like, if you if you go anywhere and you're like, oh, my last name's Palpatine, they're probably going to try to fucking murder you. Yeah. They're going to be like, mm-hmm. nope, fuck that person. That person needs to die right now. Mm-hmm. She just, you know, is it is it cheesy that she chose Skywalker? Of course it is. But she had a connection with Luke. She loved Leia with all her heart. She yeah. just chose the name that... That was the family her, that she totally. had. Her... Her parents, yeah. you know, quote unquote, like you, who who raised her. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, were you going to say something more? No, I just, I agree with that. Of that it's hella it's, cheesy. It's who she spent time with. That's what she had the connection to. Yeah. She didn't mm-hmm. know the Palp- any of the Palpatines. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Until this fucking weird emperor. Yeah, and again, if you tell anybody your name is Palpatine. It's, and she was, ooh. like, she was basically adopted by leia anyway yeah yeah totally so. i just think i just think that like um it was it was definitely a cheesy moment yeah no cheesy for sure i think but. it's also like i don't necessarily know if i necessarily agree with this but i think it i need to see the movie again but uh, i think it 
is slightly problematic um, in terms of like the theme and the message that they're trying to send with that moment where he's like, she's like, I'm a Skywalker where it's like, it's problematic in the sense it's like, okay, so Palpatine is like taking on the Skywalker name, but the, the, the Skywalker lineage like lives on through literal Palpatine blood. You know what I mean? Like there's it's something not the lineage though. It's the it's just like the I mean the it, idea. It like, is the lin- no. It is her lineage though. She's Palpatine's kid. Like it's no no. Blood, I'm saying the sky. Know? No, I'm saying she's not trying to say the Skywalker lineage is living through her because that's but the name. Yeah, it's just that's the, what I meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, yeah, and I just I just I think there's something a little bit that I can't quite put my finger on. Like uh, that that's not that that's not necessarily off putting, but like it doesn't quite settle right with me. There's just something about that that doesn't. Maybe it doesn't feel earned. You know what, what I mean? You, what would you have rather have I, I said mean, to the old lady? I mean, I would Because she can't admit she's a Palpatine. I would have I just, just don't rather. I would have just rather had her say, I'm Ray. Because she is Ray. That's all she. That's like, all that matters. It doesn't matter that she's a Skywalker or a Palpatine. It matters that she's Ray. Okay, but the, okay. So you know? then put, put yourself in her shoes when the old lady goes, Yeah, I heard that part. So what wait, we're, we're, we're talking logic in Star Wars now? Oh my God. I'm I mean. About, no, I'm not talking about logic. I'm talking about she asked her a question. Okay, so she, so she has to answer well, it. We've already yeah. seen her do that. I would say, I would say, Ray. Like, why couldn't she just say her first name, and have not have the Skywalker part of it? Uh, you know what I mean? I think like, because she's she completed s- her journey, and that's making her choice clear to the audience where she's ending up. So no, on what the, side? The the screenwriters' choice, or the screenwriters are making it clear, not the character. Because for me, that feels like a oh uh, tacked on moment where it's like. We're just going to say this and we're like without there's no there's no setup really or like inclination that that's going to happen until that very moment. So I just feel like it's unearned in a lot of ways. I don't know. It didn't bother me. It didn't. Well, it clearly bothered you if well, you're no, talking it about it this no, long. No, 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 I just no. think it's <laughs> insane. I just think it's insane you're this critical of this movie and you're not this critical of The Last Jedi. Like, well, it, because just, it just it just blows my mind. I mean, I'm critical of The Last mm. Jedi. I, I just don't have as many issues with it as I do. Which is what, Rise of which Skywalker. Is what blows my mind. Why? Luke Skywalker's a fucking meme in The Last Jedi, dude. Like, that Not shit. Not necessarily. Dude, he fucking brushes his shoulder off like Nelly. Okay, there's one. There's that one moment, which I agree with you, is a little over the top. But beyond that, I would say all of his characterization is actually pretty on point, in my opinion. Oh, man. Especially after mm-hmm. watching this movie gives me a huge appreciation for The Last Jedi, more so than I had before. I would have liked to see more of Luke in this movie. I will say that. It wasn't uh, that one moment she had with him, I don't think was enough. I agree. Um, and, oh, by the way, he knew she was a Palpatine all the time, the whole time. That was, like, super problematic for me. I was like, okay, that's, uh, that's uh, like, why would you willingly train a Palpatine? I mean, it explains why he was so hesitant about training her in the first place. But Also, though, wouldn't you want to take, w- w- wouldn't you want your enemy, like, Close. keep your enemies closer? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, if you're a Palpatine mm-hmm. and I train you, you can become good. If I just let you go, you're probably, yeah. you're probably going to turn bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I can, I can agree keep your friends that. close and your enemies closer. Definitely get the Palpatine as close to you as possible. Yeah, I just, I just find because it, she has no idea. Yeah, totally. I just find it convenient that they that they somehow knew about that. Again, it's one of those screenwriting things where it's like if you would have actually hinted at that or set that up earlier, then like that would have been awesome. Oh, but, I agree. But again, we yeah, didn't have tacked on. We well, we didn't have time. Yeah. 
there was enough time to like again like i said i think this was two movies in one yeah um, no maybe they should have freaking split it up like they did with endgame you know i mean i think and i actually that actually might have been like i heard someone say this didn't have to be a trilogy no it could yeah. have been four movies yeah. yeah um you know so yeah no it it I, I would have not been mad if they were like, here's episode 10. I'd be like, all right, cool. Yeah. More, more Star Wars. Agreed. I'm and even if it's a two parter, like that's still technically a trilogy. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm Infinity War was supposed to be t- two parts and then they just decided to make it a fourth movie. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the Carrie Fisher footage that they used? Um, I feel like, and here's the thing why I feel like maybe, maybe like the story isn't quite. 100% their fault you know a lot oh yeah no a they lot were of the story the they built around had to had to do with the footage they had of Leia mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah she only said a certain amount of things yeah. so a lot of the I think a lot of the cheapness of her relationship or her training with Leia came specifically from well this is what we had agree so this yeah. is what we wrote and I think I think up uh, to be honest the, the the reason why Kylo's um, arc suffers so bad is because it it was pretty clear that they were they were sort of trying to mirror the original trilogy, sort of, uh, you know, father-son angle in this mm-hmm. sequel trilogy with, with Leia and Kylo and how yeah. they would sort of, you know, she's like, oh, I can see the light in him and, you know, and all that stuff. Like, it just all rings sort of George Lucas in his stanzas, you know, yeah. it all rings back to that. And and so I, I can't, I mean, there's, there's I don't think anybody's going to disagree that this movie was dealt like a really shitty hand in terms yeah. of having the resources to even be able to finish that out. So I think with, they do what they can with it. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I, I thought this Carrie Fisher stuff was, was successful. Um, I obviously wish there would have been more to her character before yeah. she left, departed us like that. Um, but I will say that there, you know, was, uh, they did, they did a decent, like the, I think the, um, the death scene was handled pretty well. Like the way they shot it, the way it just sort of, went down it's i mean it's the best possible scenario that you could have it out of that situation feel a bit rushed which again i yeah. guess probably came down to that but it, it was ran just out like, of footage well it was like yeah. leia was fine and then all of a sudden like or it just i don't feel like they explained enough why her saying ben to him took her life mm-hmm. because she seemed fine before that no i don't think that's um, what took her life so she says ben when he's about to kill ray right and it distracts him yeah and then he gets like stabbed she dies at the end when he dies they die at the same time so when he falls into the pit Mm -hmm. after uh the emperor pushes him into the pit and he comes back out at the end of it Mm -hmm. that's when leia which apparently was reshoots it was yeah so uh, essentially what happened originally yeah he just falls in the pit and that's the end of kylo ren good yeah i would have much preferred that i was talking (sighs) in my in my youtube video what you don't agree oh no no i just i want to ask you uh, no please can it's not that i in my youtube review i said like okay you either you either um like i just don't think the kiss so like oh uh, it made me so mad and uncomfortable it's so uncomfortable either, no but i think you, you either have them kiss and he like lives but then it's hard to explain like dude you can't just forgive this dude he's murdered like hundreds of thousands of people yeah, that's or the they thing. don't kiss and he dies yeah. like i think if you have him have them kiss having him die is like such a fucking cop out um, Here's the deal, though. She didn't fucking know Ben. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Why well, are you kissing yeah. him? Well, well they, I mean, they always had a connection. I and made they out a lot of people. I don't know. But she thought she was. She thought he was hot. She wanted to make out with him. What do you want? 
Boo. I want to get some of that Skywalker blood yeah, inside of me. Yeah, kind of. She was like, man, Ben's hot. He just <laughs> saved a bunch of people. That's pretty hot. No, Ugh. it's that whole arc. I don't hit him turning good. And then that like, oh, yeah, he's just forgiven now for all the people right. he killed. Yeah. Him turning what? good, I bought. But then when he dies in the end, I, like, cool. Dope. I still like, don't think there was dead. enough. We didn't see his like yeah. struggle or reach towards the good enough before he just all of a sudden was good. Yeah. Totally. And uh, I think I think for me, the kiss was like way over to her. I was almost a, like a oh, that was, was a the most moment. fan servicey moment. Oh, I grown 100 percent. I grown the Ray Yeah, so totally. I was like, oh, and I was like, no. See, for me, a hug would have been like perfect where it's yeah. like you, you, you have like sort of this intimate moment between them, but it's not like sexual. It's not right. about That's what sexual. I'm saying. I know that like, they had a connection. They knew each other on a different level. Exactly. But exactly. A hug or an embrace or like a touch of the face. Mm-hmm. Like, like a squite, like butt grab. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, just like, squeeze like, Kylo Ren's like, like a sweet quick, ass. Yeah, like a quick Kylo butt squeeze, yeah. you know. No. <laughs> He's thick with two C's, you know what I mean? Just get some peck action and then like you're some done. Like action. whatever. Uh no, I do agree. I, I think if he had just been pushed uh, off the cliff and he never came back, maybe give him a little bit more on screen fighting time if you're yeah. gonna kill him off that way. Yeah. Um because he came back at the end, they like pushed him into the hole super soon. Yeah. Um yeah. Give him some more fight time against the Emperor, then push him off the cliff, and then he doesn't come back. That's what I would have preferred. Um yeah, I you know what? Uh I'm I'm a I'm a Raylo fan in the sense that like I enjoy their like the connection. Yeah. I think the transfer of objects between the force was fucking super cool. Really cool. And that's New cool one of force the... ability. I I love it. I think it. they took it a, personally I think they took it a little bit too far as it went on. But the first time he did it when like he grabbed the, the necklace, yeah. I was like, that's dope. Because yeah. it seemed like that's something that you had to work for. Yeah. Whereas then in the next bit when they're fighting, like the berries are like falling in yeah. the spaceship from because she's out there by then. Like that didn't seem. Is it? Is it? Like it made as much sense See, to but me? This is kind yeah. of a setup and payoff because this is what you've been asking for the whole yeah. time. That is kind of like a setup and payoff to how strong their connection Absolutely, is. Absolutely. And that's yeah. how the Emperor's like, thought, connection is so strong. I thought that those sequences worked really well. Yeah. And, and, uh, would would it, uh, uh, on a on a lighter note, would it be okay to call this a force time sequence? Get it? Face time? Oh, force time? It's already been dubbed. Yeah. Force Skype. It's oh, already been dubbed. You've... It's force time. Okay. It's you... been called force Skype for like years now already. Force Skype is way <laughs> weaker of a title. I feel like you really had to force that one. Ah. I? No, I um, yeah, I I I don't know how I feel about her physically handing him the lightsaber. That one was a little bit of a stretch for me. But the necklace was cool. Him knowing where she was because the because the mask smashes. You know what I mean? Like those hints of him like not knowing where she is, and then he sees like the destroyed Vader mask, and he's like, "Oh fuck, I know where you are now." Yeah. Like it's cool for them not to be able to know where each other are, even though they're fighting within the same space. Yeah. Um, I really like that. I don't know how I feel about her handing him the lightsaber. Like I want to think it's cool, but is that like is that a little too far? Like, is that a little too, that like... That didn't bother me. It didn't no. bother me okay, at all. Cool. If there would have been some crazy thing, like, sh- throw an X-wing, like, between them or something, like, but it was <laughs> yeah, a small yeah. object, yeah. so for me it made yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, I really No, I thought that. that I thought that was the perfect payoff for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Um, wow, what was I talking about? Oh, uh, the Carrie Fisher stuff, then we got su- su- uh, yeah, yeah. super sidetracked. Um, I feel like the... Okay, first of all, Han, Han Solo is back. Um, how much do you think they had to fucking pay him to be in this uh, movie? Yeah, right? I think they were basically like, yo, this is supposed to be Carrie Fisher, but she's not around anymore, That's, so we need yeah, you. Yeah, like, I think so. Oh. Okay, and like, but 
Yes, I do 100% think that yeah. that was written for her. Yeah. Um, I also think that's the only reason Harrison came back. Yeah. yeah. And then they 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 take it and they mirror the Force Awakens scene that we just saw. Mm-hmm. Almost the same dialogue, right? But it goes the other way. Yeah. Like, like, and people were saying, how is he a Force ghost? Blah, blah. It's a memory. He's yeah. Not, he's... He's not a force. I ghost. can't remember because I wasn't paying attention at the time. Is he blue like a force no. ghost in no, the moment? He's not. That's what I thought. He's just yeah. having a memory, okay. and it's almost the exact same dialogue as the bridge scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he go- but he goes the other. Like, what yeah. if I had gone good instead of bad? Yeah. Um. I would. J- Let me float this theory by you real quick. Instead of it being Han Solo, and I get why they did that. Wouldn't it have been more impactful if it was fucking like the force ghost of Anakin? Like, yo, dude, I f- like to turn it to turn him good. Like the dude yeah. he's been the dude he's been idolizing this whole time to be a bad guy. What better way to turn him good than to have Anakin be like, dude, I fucked up. Yeah. Like you don't you don't want to do cool what moment. I did. I think it would work. But if it was just that scene, it would have no context. Like yeah. I think Anakin would need to be like a little bit more layered in. More. I, I don't know. He's been worshiping this Vader mask the that's whole true. time. And think, he would know who pretty. Anakin is. And but he's, he's like, never actually like. And like the I, be- like the beginning when um, Palpatine is like, I've ever, I've been every voice inside your head. Like yeah. he's maybe he hasn't really been talking to Anakin, but he thinks he has been. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, like he thinks he's been talking to his grandfather. Uh, even I though we learned that he that hasn't that's been. That's a far more interesting idea. I think that like, would be interesting, but I feel like Taylor was saying it would just feel very weird. Yeah. Out of context, because mm-hmm. we also like. Well, I guess that was in his head. Never mind. Um, but I feel like it, the reason why it w- does work with Han in a way is because that's, to me, one of the other times we really see Kylo struggling, mm. whether it's an act or not, mm-hmm. um, but struggling with which side to choose. And then right. ultimately he chooses the dark side because he kills his own father. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like that was maybe one of the most poignant moments in his brain, too, of like that was the turning point for him Yeah, where he could have, he could have decided, all right, I'm going to take this moment. I'm going to go good. But now he's way too far past that, even more yeah. so than he was in that moment. Yeah. So I think, I think it personally works with Han as kind of weird as it was. to. Oh, see I thought back, it, but I thought it worked with him for sure. I, but I think it works better for me in gotcha. this moment. Okay. So maybe not Anakin, uh, Luke, his, his, uh, his but master, still some kind his of like Jedi master. I yeah. just, I feel like you know he I mean? ha- he just still has like a lot of animosity and stuff towards Luke. I just don't think it would have worked as well as yeah. Yeah. as Han. He would have just like just pulled out his lightsaber and started slashing at Luke's Force Ghost. Yeah. for sure. I just like I said, I like that. It, I'm and first of all, it's one of the first times that I was a hell of a surprised in the movie, like yeah. legitimately surprised. I was like, oh fuck, it's Harrison Ford. Oh, oh, there was a time before oh, that that, that I was back. very surprised. Which which one? Mm, Chewie died. Oh. Not died. died. I know. That, I, I was so mad. Uh, to be honest, Ugh. I wish they would have killed off Chewie. No, <laughs> that's why. Literally, my jaw dropped. I was like, I, I'm not gonna lie. I cried a lot. Like, I was grabbing my mouth. Like, I, I was, was in shock. I was mad. I was yeah. in shock. And then, as soon as they revealed that that wasn't true, then I got mad. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fucking weak of them I mean, to do maybe. that. Well, if anything, they should have held off, no held off the reveal a until like you know. We shouldn't more have found out one, when the characters found out. Yeah, more than one yeah. scene after he supposedly dies. You yeah. know, it's yeah, good storytelling. I will say it's cool to see her. I think a lot of the force abilities she's 
portrayed in this movie are cool. Like you Dude, see the, that she's powerful enough to hold off a ship. Like, yeah. woo, that's pretty it's, dope. It's like a more extreme version of what we saw in the last Jedi where they're like battling over the lightsaber. It's yeah, like it's them like battling soft. over a ship. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's pretty rad. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck, man. I don't know. Like I said, I, I just ex- exciting moments. And yeah. yeah, I think that seeing Han was uh, exciting and surprising. Yeah. Um, there. Yeah, I think it's a really good way for him to have like di- like, oh, man, I fucking killed my dad. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to see Hayden one more time. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, we're never, we're never going to see him again. I think we heard him, him though, so. right? We did hear yeah, him. Yeah, you hear him in the... We also heard yeah. Sam Jackson. We heard Liam Neeson. Yeah. You know what I mean? We heard all heard. the Jedis. Yeah. Uh, Ewan. I, I, Dude, I'm a Jedi their, motherfucker. That's their Avengers final, yeah. final shot is just with cameos instead of actual like faces. Honestly... Voice cameos. I it would have been that's cooler to see thing. the Force ghosts. That's, yeah, it would be. It, yeah, it would have been nice. Tougher, um, tougher to pull off yeah. though to get them all to come back, but... Uh, my friend and I were talking about because especially we know that they just finished reshoots a month and a half yeah, ago or whatever. Yeah, last minute. Um, so obviously post Endgame that it the ending battle felt very Endgame. I am I have all the all this, Jedi. Yeah, I'm all the Sith. Well, I'm all the Jedi. Yeah. I literally snap my the, double lightsabers together. Yeah. <laughs> when she said, and I am, and she paused, I, in the Iron theater, Man. in the theater, I went, <laughs> Iron Man. And I was like, not like loud enough to piss anybody off, yeah. but but in my head, I'll Iron Man. Yeah. I was like, that's fucking. Cheesy. And I think it's funny that we're actually talking about Endgame because mm-hmm. I think it's actually very apropos to to for my comparison at least to like why this movie does. I I think Endgame is is basically represents mm-hmm. everything that this movie does. Like Endgame does everything that this movie tries to do far better. And like, granted, oh, it's I'm not a, even gonna try to compare the two. Because Endgame is a far superior movie. I, I well, and I think no that gets to my there. point. Like, there's nothing in this movie that like that I was like, fuck yeah, or like this or that. Like, I was engaged, but I wasn't invested in the way that I was in that movie. Granted, well, that's far more movies and a bigger. It's a different thing. The, it just the characters have been built far better. Like I said, I haven't felt a well, connection yeah, over the entire uh, all three of these yeah, movies. Totally, and I but not even ten years wise. Yeah, I just well, nothing for the MCU. Like for the we MCU got those characters for so years, long. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Not even because of the time of those characters, because we have new characters yeah. that we don't have that we haven't had for ten years yeah. in the MCU. That in Endgame, I care about far more yeah. than any of the I mean, three main characters agreed. in this franchise. Agreed. And even I, Mandalorian, we don't see his face, and I care <laughs> about him more because That's of the choices we've seen <laughs> him make. See, but I don't yeah. know if I do care about the man though as much as I care about I th- the trio. I think people care about Baby Yoda more than anyone else in the last <laughs> five probably. years of Star, Year, Star Wars. I ah, just, Babu Frick. Uh, Babu Frick was cool. Look, C-3PO... He was the only new character that we needed, so I'll give you that. Yeah. I really well, enjoyed that. you like Zori Bliss? No, horrible. horrible. We didn't horrible. need any of the new characters. Horrible, horrible character. Horrible character. Yeah. Her and her daft punk fucking helmet. I, I would say that I appreciate that Carrie Russell's in there, but I love her little like free quit. pass disc that she has. She almost quit, really. Yeah, because she when she signed, when they called her, said, you want to do Star Wars? She said, yes. Didn't know what she was doing, then found out her face was never going to be shown and almost quit. Really? Yeah. That explains why they have the. That's what I said. I was like, "Is that opens. why we see her eyes?" I don't know. So yeah. so stupid. I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all. But I that that's one of the things I'm saying of like, I if we had taken out the moments of these new characters, we didn't need that weird, tiny little plot line with her and Poe. 
Yeah. No. no purpose for that. Yeah, that's pretty poor. I mean, it's there, but it's pretty poorly executed. We could have found other ways for it yeah. to get I his little pass off. Totally. And I do like the idea of learning more about Poe, like the fact that he was a spice runner and all that right. stuff. But again, right. that's but it didn't develop anything agreed. Yeah. to change the movie agreed. at all. Yeah. Yep. So unless we're going to get more with these characters, what's the point when I yeah. don't feel like we saw either Ray struggle with the dark side enough mm-hmm. or Kylo struggle with the light side enough mm-hmm. to then make their end choices matter. Oh damn, yeah. there was not mm-hmm. enough Ray versus Dark Ray. No. At all. Oh, that scene I was know. fucking gangster. It was. And it, it was ended too short. way too soon. Yeah. Like she got to fight folding lightsaber Ray for like a whole fucking 3, three seconds. seconds. Swiss Army knife Ray. Oh my god, <laughs> but that hey, but I but Swiss again, Army Ray. But I yeah. will say is what we did get of that so cool badass loved it yeah, yeah but that's what i'm saying it's just like they needed to trim the fat to give more moments like that yeah well they needed actually two movies right um that scene in particular when she first get on the ship was yeah. one of the moments where like cinematically i stepped back and i was like damn that's good when they were playing the empire theme song yeah. but in like the different chord yeah, yeah. so oh, it was very yeah. eerie but it was like still the, still the theme song when she's on the ship i was like that's mm-hmm. so good and then they echoed it with Kylo at one point too. Yeah. yeah. The only the only video game side quest I will give you is when she has the dagger. The the, the dagger. The wayfinders make sense. Wayfinders. No, the wayfinders make Dude, total sense to me. It's a literal wayfinder. Like yes, but they exist in the Star Wars. Like that. Like these are things that exist. That's why I'm fine yeah. with it. The fact that really has this wayfinders been around? Like have they been a part of the canon? It's just for a, a fucking while? holocron. That, that's yeah, yeah. It's oh, that's true. Yeah. They just yeah. Yeah. It that's something true. else. That's true. That's all I it is. I didn't really think about that. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's really not a video game thing. The Star Wars universe is all about oh man, finding holocrons, finding like the the old text and to yeah. know where to go. Totally, totally. But the dagger the, that was weird. The Death Star wreckage fell on a random planet has been there for only 40 years and there's a dagger that can tell you exactly where to go in this wreckage in the water she happened to be she happened to be like at the right spot too and and in the water right so what if there was a big wave and it kind of like knocked it over a little bit yeah how does that work anymore so i mean that's the only time that i was like that's a fuck that's fucking lame totally and the the dagger is probably the most egregious one in my opinion but there's just like a lot of a lot of stuff that's like never really like explained, you know what I mean? And, and the way that it needs to be like not straight out exposition, but like um, sort of folding it into the narrative, if you will. You know, it's just yeah. like this happens, then that happens and that happens, then that happens. And that's sort of the way it feels to me. Again, I need to see the movie again. Maybe my position will change, but like that's just sort of like the way I had come out of the theater. I need to rewatch the other two before seeing this mm, one again. That's yeah. fair. Also, I will say this is your fault because you told us to go in with low expectations. It's true. So that's I did. True. I went in with low expectations and I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, it's not my fault. I'm glad you, should, you liked the movie, You should have told me to go in with high want, expectations. Yeah, that's true. I don't ever want anybody <laughs> to hate the movie. I didn't want to hate the movie. and I, I don't, Honestly, I don't Taylor, the you're movie. the first friend that I've talked to that is has the point of view you have that really? is like fairly negative on the movie. So I mean, many people are thinking uh, closer to Joel of like this movie was great this was so much fun or like, mixed bag even I'm, yeah, I'm, just I'm like, middle ground I would say I'm a mixed bag too like I if I would give this movie a two Does, and a half out of five doesn't sound like a oh, mixed well, bag I know I was like, like you don't sound mixed no, bag I like it there's a lot of and stuff two, I like two I like five the, is like not great two and a half out of five <laughs> is a, a, an F of 50% but still it's two and a half out of five it's not a one out of five no way you know yeah. what I mean but for me yeah it's just uh, it's I don't know 
Maybe, Everyone else maybe I've talked I to says they don't understand the hate online. So really, yeah, I I don't I don't think I hate it either. There's a lot I liked. I just don't think it's a good movie. And like a lot of people are saying this is a good movie, and it's like that's kind of where I disagree. Well, that's the thing is you I know? don't think a lot of Star Wars movies are good movies, but I like them. I don't think yeah. Rogue One was a good movie. No, I, but I think but I liked it. But I, I think like that Star Rogue Wars one. movies do have the ability to be good movies. It's not like they're all bad movies, you know. I agree. I don't think this was but a I just like bad movie, though. I thought it was a fine movie. I'll give like, you that. I wouldn't, say, of the I wouldn't say it was a bad that. movie. Like, I would. Uh, I. I didn't want to walk out. Me, I would. I would say, from my opinion, it's, it's not Attack it's, of the Clones. It's a problematic <laughs> movie, but I. Still I didn't watch, punch. I didn't want to punch a wall after, yeah, like I did the prequels. I'll still. I'll still, I'll still watch the shit out of the movie. You know, Revenge of the I mean? Sith. Hate that movie. Love watching it. Actually, no. Revenge of the Sith is a better movie, in my opinion, than this movie. Uh, guys, this is the final episode of Pop Pop Bye, Pop Culture Podcast we will ever have. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's that is insane to me. No. Revenge of the Sith is a pile of garbage. No, it's actually the best of the prequels, and it's actually that is it's, not, it's, it's not much. that bad. It's not that bad. Uh, I would say that you. How long has it been since you've revisited the movie? Not that long, really. The acting in the movie is atrocious. Oh, of course, the acting is Everything atrocious, about but there's still a lot to like about the movie. Like, yeah, the just last because, fifteen minutes. Fight just scene? because the acting is atrocious doesn't mean a movie's like totally unwatchable. You the know? fight scene on Mustafar is the only actual good part of that movie. Mm, I disagree. I think the stuff between the Emperor and uh, like all the Emperor stuff is really good. Um, I am the Senate. Or like the uh, I am the Senate, or like the 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 very line that gives literally this entire plot its feasibility is some would consider abilities to be unnatural. You know, the like dark those side is a path. Like to there's some, some good abilities. Palpatine Palpatine stuff in there. I would even say the fight scene between Mace Windu and Palpatine is, is pretty awesome, even though it's not shot great. But the emotionality is there. Like there's there's stuff to like in those movies. Sorry, yeah, that just you talking about the Emperor and that just made this whole made me remember the fact that like I just wanted so much more out of mm -hmm. how the Emperor is still alive mm -hmm. who all who are what all those cloaked mm -hmm. figures were so, so you would like some sort of explanation hold up that besides a line the Emperor the Emperor only shows up in Return of the Jedi we don't know who the fuck he is for the entire that's original true. trilogy that's true I don't I don't need an explanation I just but yes I it could have been executed yeah better. yeah to but we well, don't need like three movies of Plot. No, no, I'm not saying that. But we had one person say one line about him possibly possibly being a have, clone. No, literally, yeah, totally. And then you literally have the opening crawl where it's like the dead speak. Emperor Pal Palpatine's back. All right, moving on to the plot. You know, it's like that's the literally. I just how did he keep this whole thing secret? Here's the thing, though. Mm -hmm. How did he keep this whole whole thing secret and hidden for so long, so big? Oh, well, he's in the unknown regions. We don't get that in this movie. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, how did he yeah, build it? I know what you're saying. How did he build a fleet of star destroyers right. without anybody noticing? Where did the resources for that come with, come from? Like, how did he miraculously put like planet killing weapons on these stars? Like, there's a lot of that kind of stuff that's like yeah. never like, even touched. Yeah. You know? Like, I just want to know those hooded figures. Are they people? Are they are they like they're, well, figments like of his imagination or whatever? Right? No, like no. That. He says they're the ghosts of all the Sith who have come before him. Mm. That's what he says in the movie. Okay. Right. I've seen it twice now. So I was like, because yeah, I had this. I was like, eh, are they ghosts? He says they are like the Sith from right. From that's the what past. I'm saying, but more than one line. Like, yeah, I don't know why. I just that why he's there didn't bother me as much as like uh, how easily he was defeated. Yeah, right. totally. Again. And that not only that, but right. like what the thing that really bugs me is like, what is Palpatine's motivation other than to capture Ray? Yeah. Like, why does what? What's the point of like 
like I guess maybe living on forever through Ray. Like, well, yeah, he wanted like a physical. Life. He wanted a physical body. Totally, totally. But like, just in terms of his motivations being more ex- expanded on, like Lawrence saying, yeah. than just right. that little tiny moment. You know, again, should have been two movies. Yeah, I think that. Uh, the, uh, well, and I think the part that really bugs me about that aspect of it is that, like, okay. The, the the movie tries to make it seem like oh all along like Palpatine was behind it all like this is what yeah. we were building to and it's like you don't they, they give that lip service but don't actually do the work to like right make it effective yeah um, it was a lot know. of exposition or also not enough exposition but <laughs> it was more exposition than action yeah totally so. just like my hatred of the final fight scene between Kylo and Luke in Last Jedi it would have like there's that cool shot of Kylo, I'm sorry, Ben and Ray, like with their blue lightsabers up and then yeah. they Dude. charge him and then he immediately just like dispatches of them. Seriously, like, it would have been cool to see like a fight scene. Yeah. Right? I agree 100%, dude. That shot cool is so badass because when you see them both like yeah. wielding the blue yeah. lightsabers, it's like, all right, like this is what but we're But then they rush for. him and he just like stops it them just, immediately. What it feels like now that the this series is complete is that, you know, we've had Kathleen Kennedy come out and say, there's no source material to go off of. Blah, blah, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Which is kind of dumb. Right. Yet, so many times in this, in these three movies, <laughs> some of their major plot points feel like ripoffs of the books. Yeah. Of it's the so close universe, yeah. without being spot on. So, you know, like with them maybe being siblings, maybe not being siblings, whatever. Um, Kylo, dark side, blah, blah, blah. And then now this thing with Emperor of like there was wasn't I think it was either Rebels or Clones or something where they he sorry there's like this weird like between universe section thing that he like finds a way to get through. Gotcha. I don't know anything about that. I know they I know they hinted at it at 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 him being in the unknown regions in Battlefront 2. Um, it's like a really small plot point. So like, again, if you're not a huge Star Wars fan, this may seem like it's come out of nowhere. No, um, I didn't have a problem with the unknown regions playing a part at okay, all. Like, cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I just I, my friend was explaining to me, it to me after of of that storyline, yeah. and I was like, that sounds really cool. That makes a lot of sense, and it just feels like once again they just we're like, oh, well, that sounds cool, but we're going to quote-unquote do our own thing and it's just not fleshed out properly where if you had just taken the source material that is fleshed out, it would have been solid. To be Mm -hmm. fair, like I've said about uh, the X-Men coming back to movie form, uh, like the Obi-Wan was supposed to be a movie originally. Mm -hmm. Look, it's two and a half hours. Yeah. Unless you make this movie a five-hour movie, you're kind of fucked. You know what I mean? Like you can't put everything you want to put into a two and a half hour film. This could have been a is could have easily been a twenty two episode one right, hour television but, show. But it's three movies. Well, yeah, and well, it should have been right. The same storyline. Uh, yeah, yeah right. Now we're just going back to the so, tug of war between Ryan Johnson and JJ. Totally. Right. Yeah. If it had been, uh, I just don't understand how anybody with billions of dollars is like, we don't need to plan anything out. We're we're, right. We're probably like, good, let's right? Just make yeah. a movie and figure we're, it out. We're probably okay. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. And Why the, do you the, think they hired Kevin Feige? Oh, seriously. I well, just Kathleen, figured that out. Kathleen Kennedy <laughs> was supposed to be that person, but I don't think she delivered on that. Like, she's made yeah. some some decent movies and some decent calls at Lucasfilm that have legitimately like been like Greenlighting the Mandalorian was a right. great fucking call. You know what I mean? Makes so much um, more sense now as to why they 
got Kevin Feige on board because yeah. they <laughs> they they had seen what Rise of Skywalker way before we did. Yeah, and they were like, probably like, "Oh fuck, we need." They probably even had him consult on Kevin the movie. Feige. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe. I don't. If he, I, if he consulted. I, I don't think so. I'm, dude, they could show him like the movie and he could give his notes like not official like yeah. you know dude filmmakers do that all the time in hollywood oh, for you know sure. what i mean so i think they like hired him not... after that they realized oh it wasn't yeah, perfect. yeah yeah totally. yeah but like the thing that could have led to that was like hey come check out rise of skywalker and like <laughs> let us know what you think you he know? was like, like it's garbage and they're like what no what do you mean <laughs> okay Kevin? what do we what do we do okay <laughs> you just do some reshoots right and you're good yeah right that's what <laughs> that's what all the x-men movies do <laughs> those work right yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think I think definitely uh, need to see this movie again after having this discussion because there's a lot of stuff going on in this movie to begin with. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just a lot of shit in the movie. Yeah, I will say that um, a majority of the fan serviced, or the the majority of the fan service serviced me. I'm I'm a fan and I feel serviced. C3PO was my favorite part of this film. Yeah, he. I think C3PO gets a lot of shit in a lot of movies, and I think in this movie he he, yeah. he had time to shine. I think it was cool to it just see great. him go along on the adventure yeah. again. His line of like, "Oh, that's Babu Frick, my oldest friend," and I'm like, "That's Dude, hilarious because all, you've only known him for an hour." Yeah. Like, all the CP3, C3PO comedy was so on point yeah. in my opinion. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's very clear that like that whole storyline of wiping his brain, blah blah blah, whatever. Like, it was for this comedic element yeah because we could have found other ways to extract that information and not kill t well that's just yeah. like that's <laughs> also just like chewy dying and then not dying it's like he dies yeah. and then he gets his memory back immediately and i'm like that's f- come on yeah yeah he could just learn to like re-love all these people like you don't need to give him his memory back like what the fuck who 3po yeah he didn't get his memory back. 100 he did he it's true. R2, it's like R2, r2 like sticks his thing in his brain and he gives yeah, his memory but back. he doesn't know the who, end, right but it's botched I don't think so. Because he doesn't know who these people are. I thought it was at the end of the but movie. But it's at the end he, of the movie. Like not oh. it's after they wipe his brain and then he's got the memory problems for most of the movie and then at the end like when everybody's celebrating they well, Right, he, so it's not immediately. Ca- I didn't say no, I said Chewie dies and then immediately comes back. Yeah. And then C3PO gets his memory back. I didn't say like immediately. Yeah. Oh, I thought I you saying, meant like, in the same way that No, no, no. Yeah. Got it. No, got but got I'm got saying it. but it's still just like retconning like what they did. Like he could have just he didn't need to get the memory back. Yeah. Yeah, but we also but don't know him. how well it worked. Retcon the movie. Because he <laughs> made a comment about how R2, like, he doesn't trust R2's backups. Right, but then but so. then it works. <laughs> it is like But the we don't problem. see him do anything afterwards. Um after I'm like, he gets it back, really. I'm like I'm like ninety percent sure that we do. I just don't have the the scene to like All right. back Reference. it up with. Yeah. Um Yeah, but they didn't I guess like the crux of the argument is they didn't need R2-D2 to give him his memory back at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> but no. they do. It's a lot of people like dying. Not it's like I in my review, I called it like the like this, like the comic book death problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can't just make a bold choice and stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's yeah. the end of the franchise. We've already lost the rest of our main yeah. characters. I mean, it, it's so if they had killed though, Chewie off when they did for real. Like yeah, it I wouldn't have it like, surprised me, but it also wouldn't have surprised me in the yeah. end. Whereas, and it would have been a nice big bold choice. Yeah. yeah, just like a bold choice. Like, okay, C3PO has had his memory wiped before, like by Anakin, right, and shit like that. It's like it wouldn't be the first time <laughs> that he like that's that's. I just don't see any reason. And this is a part of my hate for the end. You know what I mean? Like, I love yeah. most of the movie. The ending, I was like, why he doesn't? What what does this serve the rest of the movie? It doesn't. Yeah. It's, it's the fucking end of the movie. 
like unless we see him again in episode 10 that we come out with in like another 30 years and he's like well i got my memory back and it's like yeah all right fine have have you guys heard that they are possibly gonna do more movies with like the main three it just won't be skywalker involved i have well, not now it will be because ray's a skywalker well, I know, but not this quote-unquote skywalker saga. never gonna let that, that one die i have i not, thought that they were going like that. off world it was it was yeah. rumored it was rumored it, but nothing's confirmed i've okay. only heard Someone that they're was saying doing that they are doing I, I, bringing these I wouldn't be surprised if they were developing something with Finn and Poe. That's that's the way I would go. It'd be like a Bucky and Winter Soldier or yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier where it's like their chemistry together is one of the best parts of the movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Like anything between Finn and Poe is like A plus in yeah. this movie. I would have loved to have seen her have built her lightsaber instead of her Ag- just having it. Agreed. Yeah. Like, like even even that, get that? that deleted scene in Return of the Jedi where mm-hmm. you see him putting the finishing touch. Like seeing yeah. something like that would have been yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then you reveal the freaking the per, the gold yellow whatever you it's call cool it. It's cool that it's gold. I uh, think it's awesome. I would like well, where'd she get the kyber crystal? Yeah. Well, where'd mm-hmm. she get the gold? She didn't like borrow Luke or Leia's, right? Because those are blue. Yeah. Where'd she get the gold kyber from? Sounds like my my explanation of the entire screenplay. Eh, Again, I said I hated (laughs) the end of the movie. No, I know. I'm just saying. (laughs) That sounds like what I'm saying, though. It's funny. Um, Some love for the end of the movie is seeing that old, uh, the flashback of like Luke and Leia training. That was awesome. Killer. Did not expect that at all. Loved it. So, question for you on that, though, because young Mark Hamill looked so spot on to me yeah. and then they went over to Leia and it seemed a little weird to me it almost seemed like they imposed Carrie's face onto Billy they might have no it kind of I mean it looked as good to me as she did at the end of Rogue One well I was going to say they, they re- mm. redid her for Rogue One so I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they took the assets from Rogue One and like used them in that scene yeah. you know what I mean slightly off yeah, I think but, part of it is seeing oh, her with the helmet. Been, she didn't have the buns too. You know what I mean? Like true. the buns are so iconic I don't know, in my just opinion. Her face. It looked more like Billy's face to me. Wouldn't be surprised. Love that no. though. I yeah. would. I would take a whole a, movie about that. It was a cool surprise, yeah. especially because like, um, yeah, I just I didn't see that. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I li- I did like her storyline and the send off they gave her and yeah. wrapped that up and Chewie getting the medal and. Well, that, that to me was one of the worst fan services of yeah. all time. I just, what does he need the medal for? What does he need it for? That it war was, was her, 40 years ago. Wasn't it her medal? No. Oh, well, was it hers? I thought it was her medal because well, I thought she I thought was they were just finally holding like, it when she died and they gave him Maybe. her medal. Maybe. That would make, a lot, that would make a lot more sense. Yeah, I just thought it was I one was of like, the medals. What does he need a fucking medal for? Because Chewie no, famously I thought it was, never got a medal. No, I know, like, but in the uh, movie, that's why I thought it was Leia's medal. That would Well, then I'll buy that. But I'll the problem that. is, is that she never gets awarded a medal in the original movie, so she basically kept one for herself. Would be the yeah. I just thought like I was like that war was so long ago. Like this is meaningless now. <laughs> but it's not, not to when Chewie. His buddy Han died. It's all the memories he has left, man. I guess he's an old man. All How of his do, buddies have died now. You know how long do Wookiees live for? Apparently, apparently a long, long time. time. You know how many people he's seen like fuck up the universe. He's like no wonder he's always screaming. Yeah. You know, <laughs> fuck, dude. He's become conditioned to the, all the all the sorcery in the universe. Hey man, all he's the a Sith sorcery. Him, him and the droids have outlived a lot a lot of people. Yeah, right. Like, what's the shelf life of a droid? Apparently, like, clearly, fifty a long years. Time. Um, uh, are you okay? So this is over. Uh, the Skywalker <laughs> saga, not the podcast, yeah. but also maybe the podcast. Yeah, we should probably wind it down. Um, I mean, look. Okay, so we're not going to get any more of these Skywalker movies. We don't have. 
any more corners to write ourselves into. We don't have any like or out of actor deaths we have to deal with. Uh, so is, is this is obviously a positive thing for the future of Star Wars movies? Yes. Mm, you mean being done with the Skywalker saga? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean the whole when when Lucasfilm bought was bought by Disney. My reaction was like, okay, cool. The best thing about this is we have the movies. The best thing about this is there's a whole universe that hasn't been explored. Like Mando is a perfect uh, examination of that. Um, The Obi-Wan series, it's like all the stuff that's not necessarily tied to that, but like little stories here and little stories there that, you know, fill in the gaps for everything. How far have you played into Jedi Order? Not since the first time I played it. I haven't had time this month, so... Um, but I'm sure there's some stuff in there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I think it's, for me, it's the, the most exciting, uh, thing about the Star Wars user universe is the possibilities, you know, all the th- different things you can do, all the different avenues you can go explore. And I mean, I don't mean to bring it back to the last Jedi, but I think that's one of the things I really loved about the last Jedi was that it did do something different. You know what I mean? Something that we haven't necessarily seen before. Whether you love it or hate it, like you can't deny that movie is doing shit way differently. You oh, absolutely, know? and that's why it and should have been its own movie. One hundred percent, and that's that part that was, of the trilogy. Yeah, totally. And it's they should have just given Ryan his own offshoot trilogy, I and one, we probably would have been fine. I one hundred percent agree. But uh, but either way, um, uh, yeah, I think that's the thing that's most exciting for me. So I'm I'm ready to finish off Mando. Maybe get a couple more seasons in, get some Obi Wan, and then like you really start getting into the weird stuff. Like there's a, a Dr. Afra movie that they're, uh, or it's either a movie or a show. I can't remember. That's been rumored like a Dr. Afra show or a movie would be awesome. Yeah. Like that would be totally great. Something we haven't seen that would be different. Um, and still, you know, hopefully capture that star Wars vibe that everybody seems to know so well. It's funny hearing everybody talk about star Wars. Everyone's like, Oh, that doesn't feel like Star Wars. Like, everybody seems to be an expert on, like, what Star Wars is. And that's including myself. <laughs> like, everybody has their interpretation of what makes Star Wars Star Wars to them, you know? Well, I yeah. guess I was comparing it to the original trilogy. Totally, that totally. Seems and seems like Star Wars to Yeah, me. absolutely. And, there's, there's, uh, and that's most people's point of comparison. Yeah. But still, like, I guess what I'm saying is, like, everybody has a little something different that they want in, in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And I sure. think that there's a lot of room to um, to fulfill all of those sort yeah. of, like, weird corners of the universe. A lot of the new stuff we've gotten, like Mando and Rogue One, they're all these, like, humans, you know, doing mm-hmm. human stuff in the Star Wars universe. I, I think it would be cool to just introduce another force user you know what i mean it doesn't have to be the skywalker saga to have someone wielding a lightsaber and like force pushing people off cliffs and stuff nope. like it'd be super cool to see something like jedi fallen order like you know Cal what i mean like, yeah, exactly. yeah or fuck man you know what and we keep saying we want like new original material but let's just go to knights of the old republic dude that's <laughs> fine i, I mean some, that's I like some kotor because the thing is is you can you can you can tread on what's been done before but you can also expand so much on that era of the universe because there's just it's it's a whole different thing than what we've seen it's like the the prequels versus the ot you know what i mean it's a completely different vibe world feel all that stuff not to say that we want to get anything ever like the prequels ever again well you know (laughs) what man to give it to the prequels they had a plan they did you know and that's from one to three and that's what i'm saying like i think i think revenge of the sith for me like it like it it i gain a greater appreciation for it because i can now see that 
the execution is horrible in most of those three movies, but you can see the progression that yeah. Lucas was going for, mm-hmm. you know? Just and don't in this let trilogy him, is just, just don't let him write any more Just don't scripts. let him write it, dude. Just yeah. let him outline it. I mean, to be fair, he didn't write Kingdom of Crystal Skull, and that was his idea, and it sucked. So, <laughs> so we'll find out. What would you guys give this movie in terms of a rating? A 7.5 or 8 out of 10. Wow. Sounds about right. Really? I mean, considering mm-hmm. what you've the the like your your reaction, your rating, movie. not oh. Taylor's rating. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like what I would expect from yeah, what you yeah. said. Um, I would say, yeah, I'd say probably like three three point five out of five, or like six point five out of ten, seven out of ten. Mm, love it. I love the 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 option that you give yeah. people there. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's a two and a half. I think. Yeah. Um, I might I might end up going in like sort of ex- like the second time like sort of accepting what the movie is i and feel like maybe you had higher expectations than you told us to have yeah oh no i had extremely high expectations i mean why? it's the rise why? of the star yeah, wars but i also like checked my ex- <laughs> i mean it's the, it's 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 hard not to get excited about something like There's this a like difference it's between the end excitement of a, and high expectations though that's true as far as good filmmaking goes that's true i guess uh, high expectations isn't the right word then but yeah i mean i like i don't know i just i, I think that that knowing what the movie is now and and having come to terms with that, like I think I might enjoy it a little bit more. Like I, think I was cautiously Just, optimistic with low hopes. Still, yeah. same. <laughs> same. That, I mean, that's that's a perfect way to put it. Um, yeah. So I, I again, I want to see it, and hopefully we can revisit um, a couple months down the line or something after we have some some time to sit with the movie. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to talk about new Star Wars in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, new movies, new. Yep. I don't know. Games, people books, said Star Wars whatever. is dead. Fuck those some, people. Some, some people, after seeing this movie, probably do think Star Wars is dead. Apparently they do. Yeah. But also, not as many as I think. No, think. it's it's like a vocal minority, you know? It's yeah. yeah. I don't know. Those people, Star Wars probably isn't for them anyway. It was never for them. It's it not forgiven <laughs> to you. <laughs> good, good. Uh, Taylor, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me writing for mandatory.com, all kinds of stuff. I am doing a fun list that uh, will be coming out soon about 12 terrifying choices that will replace the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man in Ghostbusters Afterlife. Jesus Christ. Oh, my gosh. You want to guess, <laughs> guess what number one is? A peep. Just take a guess. It's your I favorite political figure of all time. The baby Trump balloon? Yeah. Nice. No, it's just going to be Donald Trump. Uh, well, it could be a balloon actually. That's pretty good. A baby Trump, I like that. Well, have you seen like the baby Trump balloon yeah, thing? Didn't. I thought I did. It was at like Comic Con. Was it last year? Maybe oh, I don't remember. They flew it over the UK when yeah. Trump went to visit. Oh, I know that's that. Beautiful. Yeah, you yeah. Love love that. But it, it was at Comic Con one year because Emily, I think, took a picture nice. with it. <laughs> I wish I had seen that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So you can find me writing for Mandatory and on Twitter at Taylor Salem. Lauren, what about you? I am at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on mostly Instagram, technically also on Twitter. Yeah. And somewhere yeah. this winter? Oh, and at Universal Studios. Oh, uh, yeah, there you until go. Until the 29th. Grinchmas. Mm. There you go. Mm. Uh, you can find me all over the internet at I'm the LA Nerd, this podcast, and uh, my YouTube channel, Not Safe for Work Nerd. You can also just search I'm the LA Nerd. Apparently, all I've been doing is fucking Star Wars videos lately, though. It's been mm-hmm. a lot of weekly Mando reviews, which is taking up most of my time. And then, of course, this, The Rise of Skywalker. So mm-hmm. I think for the past month, I've only been doing Star Wars stuff. I did do a Black Widow trailer reaction video. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's one Marvel did out of all the Star Wars. Did you like it more or less than the Comic Con trailer? Uh, or equally? Less. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. The Comic Con trailer was bad. I, I I feel like they fucked up by not just showing the exact same that's trailer. That's kind that's of what I assumed it was. Yeah. Just uh, well, be. when when I saw it, I was like, this doesn't feel like the trailer the, they showed you this guys. This did so. had this did have David Harbor in it, and I loved seeing the, the his scene, character because yeah. they didn't show any of him in the Comic Con yeah. one. Yeah. I just okay if they had taken this trailer and just added the Taskmaster fight scene at the end yeah. instead of her like jumping off the exploding thing with the mm-hmm. dudes chasing her with the guns yeah. if they had just, just done the Taskmaster fight that would have yeah. been great because all the David Harbour stuff looks absolutely cool. and, and Florence Pugh killing yeah. it and yeah. that's going to be her breakthrough role dude yeah, I can tell sure. you she's going to be such a big deal after that movie next year yeah very excited um, can I do like a quick weird prediction for that movie that I sure. think is going to happen Why not? I think Florence Pugh's character is actually Taskmaster I think they're going to gender bend it um hmm. I think, I think we've had this conversation yeah. on the podcast. I, we might have. Um, I think it's, I think it's possible, um, but I don't know. I feel like if they do, it's going to piss a lot of people off. It could, mm-hmm. like a lot of the um, SJW haters type thing, you know. Yeah, I feel well. Yeah, we can't really go off the trailer because yeah. they can cut things totally. and make them. Because it looks like they fight them together, but that could mm-hmm. just be the way they cut the trailer. I get the, yeah. I get the feeling that that yeah. might be the case. So we'll see. We'll All see. Right. But yeah, uh, it's if if you love fucking Star Wars, you got a lot of videos on my on my YouTube channel right now. Uh, yep. If you haven't watched The Mandalorian, what are you doing? Come on, pirate it. Go borrow your grandma's Disney Plus password. Do whatever you can. The Mando's fucking awesome, and you need to be watching it. Uh, and you need to be listening to this podcast. We got plethora mm. of episodes backlogged for years and years and mm-hmm. years. <laughs> Drop us a subscribe on iTunes. Send us an email about what you thought of the rise of Skywalker at I'm the LA nerd at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to know what you think. Also, if are you, you guys... a Taylor or are you a Joel? <laughs> <laughs> or are you a Lauren? You're right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Lauren and I are pretty fucking close. Though. Yeah, yeah we're closer than I think. You yeah. Are. yeah, definitely. Uh, also, what's beautiful about the the way we've done this podcast is you can actually go back and listen to our Force Awakens podcast, which I think is like one of the first ten episodes. And then you can listen to this podcast and have the context of both, which I think is fascinating. Without my opinion, wow. unfortunately, you weren't with <laughs> maybe, us at that time. Maybe I should go listen to the Force I Awakens. Ca- I kind of want to go listen to it That's after this. Yeah. All right, later, All right, nerds. I did over Bye.